Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shack. The Rizzuto Show. Rewind. Hey guys, this is the Sklar Brothers, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. By somebody uh, very famous is here. 107.5 The Point. It's 105.7. You're at a different radio station. I got too excited about uh, um, Sklar Brothers. I love those guys. <laughs> do you? St. Louis is on. Yeah, St. Louis is on so Sklar funny. Brothers. Yeah? Yeah, those guys are good dudes. I knew they were you know, they're not Nick really Nick Vatterot is from there. They're not. They're just twins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my brother's just exactly looking alike guys that were like, I got an idea for an act. <laughs> It is weird how they, St. Louis at a barbershop hanging out. It is weird how they whoa. actually finish each other's sentences uh, as part of their act. But I, I think that's that's what makes it really interesting. It's like no one else does that, really. I mean, the Lucas brothers, which are another pair of twins, not brothers, uh, <laughs> and they, um, you know, they're, they just kind of... It's it's a twin thing. Are they sort the black of. guys? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And well, uh, actually, in? I guess they are brothers, but they uh, they're very, very like... They're very, very funny, but they're kind of finishing ideas. The Sklar brothers finish each other's sentences. Mm. And then we're friends with the Winklevoss twins, strangely. The Winklevi. Yeah, the Winklevi, that's right. <laughs> and, uh, and they do not finish each other's sentences. They almost know who's supposed to say what, and they wait for the other. I had dinner with them once, and it was so interesting. One of them left to go to uh, the bathroom and when he came back the other he I didn't have to catch him up and I kind of knew that he just knew from what his brother was asking what questions he was asking what he had already heard and uh you know, so he was able yeah. through his brother to be like, well, if you've asked this questions, then you've covered and this, this at, and you would have given dinner? this information. Yeah. And wow, then I would have stabbed one of them with a fork and seen that the other one would have felt it. I have a joke about that where I say every time I meet twins, um, I'm always like, can I ask you a question? And inevitably one of them says, oh, what? If you pinch me, can he feel it? And I turn to the other one and I go, no, but if he says something stupid, do you regret it? That's a type of comedy. You'll be a lot of twin comedy. <laughs> I should say that. St. Louis. Uh, star of the Emoji Helium movie. Uh, 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 T.J. Miller's here. I was just saying that uh, in the liners. You're listening to 105.7. The emoji. <laughs> Riz. No, I mean, uh, Silicon Valley, it's Deadpool. It's Clo We were talking about Cloverfield earlier. Yeah, Cloverfield's great. And then Underwater just came out. Underwater. That's the movie Kristen Stewart and I did with Vincent Cassell. And uh, that's kind of a Cloverfield genre mm -hmm. film. 
Um, Cloverfield was interesting because it was all found footage, and it was the first time that was done in a monster movie. Yeah, people yeah. get sick. Context. Yeah, that's my fault, too, because I was the cameraman. Yeah. <laughs> so that movie was, it was great, so shaky, people got so nauseous. It's a great movie. It's great. And it was the first film I did. So it was really weird because I had to figure out, like, how can I be funny and pretend to act mm, yes. uh, with just my voice? And I think that's what kind of led to so much voiceover work. Well, I want to know how to get famous. I mean, how do you get famous? Dude, you are famous. <laughs> no, how do you get famous? I want to be TJ Miller All famous. over the wall, it says the Rizzuto <laughs> show. Listen, I got the wall. Yeah, I want to take this. I want to take this worldwide. Yeah, like I feel like Jake and a couple other people deserve at least one or two areas of the wall, you know? <laughs> but I think, uh, no, I mean... You, you want to be famous so that people see you on the street and they're like, hey, what's up, Riz? Well, I want to be a big star. Like, I want to be in movies. I want to be in, on TV. Tell, give me the formula. The formula. Is there a formula? Come on, give it's it to really me. Right formula. It I mean, here's here was my formula. Sort of did comedy and acting in high school. Then you do the same in college, but I was mostly focused on the comedy group that I was in recess. How could I skip the work part? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was just about to say. Then you get to Chicago and you work harder than anyone else around you. So you perform stand-up seven nights a week, don't even take off holidays for about four years, get in Second City, tour as an improviser, mm -hmm. but also be in an independent improv group and doing stand-up and an you write this down? independent yeah. sketch uh, group. I'm recording everything. And then, yeah, exactly, just to <laughs> have something to erase later. Yes. And uh, <laughs> and then, you know, you make your way to, uh, well, you, first you got to get a Quaker oatmeal commercial. Mm -hmm. Quaker oatmeal bars to go where your tie gets set on fire on the train because you're trying to make breakfast. You're that guy? I'm the guy! <laughs> um, and then, um, yeah, and then you kind of uh, get a job on a ABC sitcom that gets canceled after seven episodes. But you also make Cloverfield because you auditioned while you were doing the pilot. And then uh, you take it from there. You know, you get She's Out of My League because they passed on you. Uh, the first time you auditioned, then when Cloverfield went well, they were like, "Hey, oh, never mind." Oh, yeah, we totally loved you. I'm sorry, yeah. we didn't. We forgot to look at your tape. This is great. <laughs> oh, we thought it, we thought it was DJ Miller. We got yeah, we, it. Can we pay sense. you what you would have been paid before Cloverfield too? That would be yeah. Great. Well, no, you don't get paid a lot ever. So I think you should know that. <laughs> you're um, in radio, so like you're used to that. Transformers 4, right? <laughs> Transformers 4 Age of Extinction, like just being in the movie is your payment because that's so, I mean, I, you know, internationally, I'll, I just show in Paris and people will be like, I love doing Transformers. But you get paid minimum wage that an actor can get paid. Really? So you For think, yeah, yeah. I asked a friend of mine once, I go, what do you think you I got paid for Transformers? What did you think? And he was like, I don't know, seven hundred thousand dollars. And I was like, No. <laughs> like I started laughing at him. I couldn't even believe it. I wouldn't what, even know where to start. How, how much? Even do you the get tiniest, tiniest fraction of that. Um, but that's what people think. So people think Kate and I are incredibly rich. Which we are from the Emoji movie and the Mucinex uh. campaign. But uh, <laughs> No, I mean, you know, you really actually make more money doing commercials and endorsements and stuff like that. But at a certain point, it kind of, it's not just that you're looking like you're shilling. It's kind of like, you know, the no, movie you're making going public a living. just in general. Yeah, right. Well, they don't really, they don't know that. So the thing that I like is that instead of trying to chase like a commercial or an endorsement or something like that, 
um, doing stand-up. Because I've been doing stand-up, like I said, since I started out in Chicago. So I've been doing stand-up longer than I've been doing film and television. And a lot of people don't know that. They kind of go, uh, you know, all the time I'll get people coming up after the show because I do a VIP meet and greet, which is really fun. Because when you do a film, Underwater I did three and a half years ago. And I won't hear what people think about it for like another six months or a year that's a long time to do something and wait to hear if people enjoyed yep. it or what they thought about it but the vip meet and greet people are like oh yeah Instant. i saw underwater and then also yeah after the show they'll kind of say oh i like the show this is the movie that i like that you did i'm a fan of silicon valley but all the time i get people going oh man you know i i like i love you in movies and in television so i just came kind of to just see what you look like <laughs> and you're tall and it ended up you're actually funny wow they'll be like wow. you're actually pretty funny i'm like you can take the actually and pretty out of that and just say yeah, you're, you're funny, funny. It's a backhanded um, but i i think i think people kind of can't believe that the show is what it is which is very funny, but also very dynamic. So it's, you know, it's it's almost like a one-man philosophy circuit. It's a lot of observational humor, but there's the audience plays the slide trombone. There's kind of juggling. There's terrible ventriloquism. <laughs> I have a ventriloquism dummy that has a smaller ventriloquism dummy that has a smaller ventriloquism dummy that has a slightly larger ventriloquism dummy. And... Uh, so I've, you know, the show really is like a, sh whoa, a show. Yeah. And a big part of that for me is if you're paying to go out, I really want it to be a, like a show. Really, you well, feel listen, like I mean, you're people got to get a babysitter. There's a two drink yeah. minimum. You got to uh, take a Uber or Lyft. Yeah. You know, or bicycle. Yeah. People are investing it's a really lot in going to, to bicycle see TJ to Miller mall. over at yeah. Comedy Club this weekend. Um, yeah, exactly. You know, if you're going to Helium and they got a great restaurant. Um, so some people go and they eat their dinner there. So I wanted to really feel like a show, like a show. And that's the thing. I started doing a lot more stand-up when I was kind of getting screen fatigue. It's like Netflix is like this pushy drug dealer now. You know, it's you're, you're kind of, you know, browsing through things. And then suddenly if you stop for too long, it gives you a preview of the yeah. movie. And you don't care about that movie. You just waited too long. To, you know, while you're browsing. I was just saying that the other day with this Aaron Hernandez oh, thing. The Aaron Hernandez. Like, I yeah. don't want to see it. I've no as, soon as, as soon as you log but in. As soon as it, I log just, in, there yeah. it is. Aaron They're Hernandez. They're just like, this face. one, this is what you want to watch. But I don't want to watch it. So, yeah, so that's weird, the algorithm. And then when you finally finish uh, watching, like, finally finish watching 10 hours of Better Call Saul. Or, you, or the Aaron <laughs> Hernandez thing against your will. And you're like, okay, I'm done, all right? And then Netflix is like, are you done watching that? Well, you're about to watch this in five Four, three, and you're like, no, I don't want it one. Ugh. And then you go to work the next day on three hours of sleep. Like, has anyone seen Westworld? <laughs> like, it's so bad. So I talk about that. I talk about technology a little bit, social media, which I'm really, really worried about. Uh, human beings and social media. I hate uh, social media. I hate Kate it. and I were talking about. It's like I have to do it because it's a that's a big way because of, it's part of the business. Yeah, it's a promotion. I mean, yeah, and you you guys have to kind of interact with the fans and mm -hmm. talk to everybody, but uh, it's just so. My joke right now is like nobody gets off of a social media app and is like. <laughs> now towards the day, you know, you're not like things are looking sunny and bright from here yeah. on out. You know, even Instagram, you're scrolling, just being like, well, that looks like a, 
a lunch I wish I had had. <laughs> that looks like a relationship and be treasured within. <laughs> that looks like a vacation I'll never take. It's oh, like uh, hot dog. It's legs. not. Yeah, and it's like also weird. I don't know weird stuff about people's kids and the hashtag thing is making me insane. I'm not going to mention who because the internet will explode at me. But somebody posted a picture of their kid, this very famous person, and she was like, "Look at her go" or something. And her daughter's in front of a refrigerator, and she's like, uh, "Always a, a busy bee." And then hashtags, and everybody does this, and the hashtags are just like, "What is happening?" In the picture, so it's like hashtag apple juice, hashtag refrigerator, hashtag that's busy not bee, what they're for. hashtag. That's definitely not what they're for because if you click on hashtag busy bee, why you get a million <laughs> hash? So I always try and do um, hashtags that somebody can bring up my last uh, Instagram post, but I try and do hashtags that have never happened. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, this one is hashtag old abandoned milk. <laughs> and you really uh, want to stand out. That's because I got I got back to the hotel and they gave me the room key and they're like, hey, you're a VIP guest, which in hotels, by the way, means you get free water if you ask Whoa. for it. Oh. Holy smokes. You mean what comes out of the faucet? You can put that in a plastic bottle? And uh yeah, and so do we have audio on this? Hashtag old and done milk. Yeah. Old, old abandoned. <laughs> old abandoned. Oh, old abandoned. But see, that's the problem. Now it looks like old bando milk. <laughs> Look at that. That's the milk. It was just there. Oh, yeah. There was I mean, a random how, cup of milk so I'm in your a hotel VIP, room. I'm a VIP, quote unquote. I get to my hotel. There's that abandoned glass of milk. I open the door. I'm like, hello, is anyone in here? <laughs> like, who who left this milk out here? Listen, if it's the person across from me, why are they putting... That's right. VIPs get old abandoned milk or an old band of milk. <laughs> it's an old jug band of milk playing milk jugs. Hey, who's the one that kind of uh, gave you a big break? Who's the one you did your comedy in front of that goes, man, this... I was, I was, I was listening to a story about... I think it was Leslie Jones was on. God, she's great. She and I perform at the same club in New York City. The comic strip. I guess I, I guess, love her. Uh, and her, one of the guys that she writes with is his name is Lenny Marcus. He's an amazing comedian too. That's why I moved to New York. Is that the, it's like the comics are so much better. They're just they're very they're purists, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think there's some podcasters like Adam Carolla who is really a radio purist. Like there are people that have pure love for the art form of radio. Mm -hmm. And they're not using it like Riz is to c gain stardom in the and film space. <laughs> it's pretty disgusting to tell you the truth, Riz. But uh, no, but I, I I think it's interesting that well. So what did Leslie Jones say? Because well, I she love that, she's a pure comic. She said that I guess uh, Chris Rock saw her perform at the Comedy Cellar, I think, or one of those. Yeah, clubs. yeah, probably. The and he has a book that like names to remember and wrote her name down wow. and then gave that name to Lauren Michaels and that's how she got onto SNL. Wow. And you know, Chris Rock was discovered because of Eddie Murphy at the comic strip. So that same club, which has a very big, and it's like the comedy seller, we all know those usual suspects. And the comic strip is where like Seinfeld, Larry David, Adam Sandler, all the, that sort of- mm -hmm. uh, That crew? Yeah, that crew. It's a little bit more- Cerebral, but also a little bit more silly. You can't mm -hmm. be super silly in the comedy cellar. Um, well, who did you? Who'd you get in front of that goes, man? That teacher. So Miller what's guy weird? Is what's weird for me is um, that's cool that Chris Rock does that though, because mm -hmm. he really Eddie Murphy was like, "Yo, put that kid up." You know, I I want somebody else before me, and I want to see what his deal is. And then he killed 
And then Eddie Murphy and the the owner of the club were like, whoa, okay. And then that led to SNL. Because mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy, you know. And he did that for Leslie Jones. Yeah. which is so, so I think that's great. That's kind of a pay it forward type of thing. Um, mine is strangely I didn't know about it. It was like great expectations. I had no idea for like maybe five or six years, maybe even seven years, that behind almost everything I've done is Steven Spielberg. So he produced the ABC uh, sitcom that I was on called Carpoolers, and his wife, also named Kate and also an artist, um, was a big fan of me and that show, and so he started watching that show. I can't imagine that you did, but it was funny. (laughs) Was it about carpooling? I think it's about shoes. He did yeah. see it. It was no, it's about an old band of milk <laughs> carpooling about. Uh, it was uh, it was a funny show, but it went for uh, Jerry O'Connell was on it. Yes, it I, did, went, I did watch this. So there you go. So I played the eccentric, strange son, and it was t- created by Bruce McCullough from the Kids in the Hall. So it was an amazing. So I thought, oh, that's great. He found, but then Spielberg also produced. She's out of my league. And then he, of course, produced Transformers. He gave notes on Cloverfield. And you are Ready Player One. Yeah, but that's even even before that. It goes, uh, How to Train Your Dragon, right? That was uh, DreamWorks Animation when he was doing that. Um, Transformers, then he produced Christmas Party. Mm-hmm. And then as he was talking to me about doing that, he said, you know, we, they, you know, they said, uh, Steven Spielberg has a... Um, Apart for you uh, in his movie Ready Player One. And I was like, okay, do I have to send a tape or anything like that? And they're like, no, he just asked that you be in it. And I was you like, specifically, oh. huh? Yeah. And I go, I go, so uh, what happens now? They go, well, you fly to England and then you wait. And I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, well, you just go. He's filming it right now. And so you're going to stay in the hotel, which was like this crazy estate. And you bring Kate, and then you just sort of live there until he's ready to shoot you. Because he decides sort of the day before what wow. he wants to shoot. Wow, that's so we were there no for, idea. Well, we were there for like a month or more. just kind. Of, and I only shot, just shot only a couple weeks on that film. So we were there waiting longer than it. But he, you know, he's Wait, really I mean, funny. And he said, he goes, I said, thank you for putting me in your movie. Because I like to tease him, and he, then he'll be like, because I can't call him by his first name. He'll go, you can call me Steve or Steven. <laughs> no and I always way. go, I, uh, I all can't. right, all right, all right, Steven Spielberg. I'll call you Steven <laughs> Spielberg. And, uh, and you know, I said, thank you for having me in your movie. So, oh, no, we wrote the part for you. And I was like, what? Because it's not really in the book. Um, but my favorite story in Hollywood is that he and I were uh, hanging out watching Ben Mendelsohn work, who's this really amazing Australian actor from Animal Kingdom, and he was in Bloodline, and, I mean, he's really good. And um, we're just watching him, because I like to learn from other actors, because I'm not really an actor. Is he in Star Wars? Yeah, he was in Rogue. Yes, Rogue One. Rogue One. Which yeah. was, like, the good Star Wars lately. He was the fullest picture. He was the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was great. Rogue One. But I see, I loved Rogue One and then Me Solo, too. and then I saw the last one. I'm like, okay. It did, it did its thing. Yeah, but that's, it should be more than that. Star Wars should be the thing that you're like, whoa, I was expecting it just to do its thing, but it did a little bit more than just its thing. You know, my, I went with my son, who I got into Star Wars, and he said, Dad, that was like A++. And I go, you know, that's what it's for. That's the Emoji Movie. People people online, when I, when I when it was announced that I was going to do that movie, they go, oh, you idiot. You stupid idiot. You're going to ruin your career, you dummy. 
doing the emoji movie, that sh- Hollywood schlock. And I was like, hey, 20 nothing person on Twitter, this is not for you. It's for four to nine year olds and parents that are sick of their four to nine year olds. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the point I of the movie. Want, I want, I so, if Star Wars, if you it. go to Star Wars and your kid loves it, then that's the whole point. That's what I said. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, so we were watching him and um, Steven Spielberg likes Cheetos. So, uh, Jeff, write that down. And I asked him why. He's brand name. There it is. Yes. Uh, Crunchy. I asked him, you're not saying puffy, are you? He said, no, no, crunchy. Nobody likes (laughs) puffy. Oh, they have popcorn. And so he would sort of, he'd get Cheetos when he was frustrated, you know? So he'd be like, with what was going on, usually the shot. And he's like, ah, you know what? I think this is a Cheetos moment. And I think these guys kind of like me because I am, um, I'll make fun of them because I'm a comedian. So mm-hmm. I don't really need to be in film and television. And I, I definitely like acting because you reach more people. But I'm not really an actor. And so I'll always I'll make fun of Michael Bay and because and, he has a good sense of humor also. And I'll make fun of Steven Spielberg. And I was, so when he started having Cheetos moments, I'd be like, Steven's having a Cheetos moment. Steven Spielberg's having a Cheetos moment. Guys, let's let's fly those Cheetos in. <laughs> and then when we were watching Ben Mendelsohn. Does he have somebody lick his fingers for him? He's so rich. <laughs> oh, no. The Cheetos dust. No, and I think when you're that rich, you pay somebody to make sure nobody ever licks your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> He's just got a finger licking bodyguard. Yeah, Steven would just hold his hands up and somebody just comes and licks the Cheeto dust off No, he's got this really big guy who, if you even look at his fingers for too long, he ejects you from the set. Like, <laughs> and if you if you look at his fingers and you lick your lips, oh, then you're out. You're out. You're out of the movie. You're off. You're out of the movie. And um, so he said, you know, can we get some Cheetos? And I said, oh, Steven Spielberg's having a Cheetos moment, guys. And he kind of laughed. And he because he's he's very funny. He doesn't think he's funny. He doesn't think he's good at making comedies. But if you think about some of the greatest comedic moments, uh, they're in like movies like Jaws. You know, or they're in movie. They're just he has these really really funny moments, and so he um, uh, he was like, "Do you want some Cheetos?" I said, "Yeah, I'm not going to pass up a <laughs> Steven Spielberg Cheetos moment." Mm-hmm. And so they bring the Cheetos, and we're both eating Cheetos. And we're talking about bag? film. Is it a bag, or do they bring it to him in a bowl? You love the idea. That's why he wants to be a movie star. He just wants all these weird people to lick his fingers and bring up bowls. <laughs> no, no, does no, he have I, Cheeto dusted knuckles no, no, afterwards? No, I want to know, like, how does Steven Spielberg right, right out the bag? Wow. Okay, he's an everyman. That's what I want to know. <laughs> and, uh, like, and so like both a bowl, of us. Bowl, well, know. no, that's important because both of us are eating out of our bag of Cheetos, and uh, we're talking because he just loves. That's what he loves. I mean, he just wants. And I, I know a lot about film and think about it a lot, and I know stuff about silent film and certain eras that he's really excited about, like the 40s. And um, he, uh, there was a pause in the conversation. And then he took some Cheetos out of his bag and he silently, slowly put them in my bag. And then I didn't know what to do. So I took some Cheetos out of my bag and I slowly put them... In his bag. And then he looked at me and he was like, there, now we're Cheetos brothers. Wow. And he walked away. What the heck? And it was so funny. And I was like, it's never going to get weirder than this. This is the weirdest thing that will ever happen to me in Hollywood. But that's kind of, I mean, he's funny in a lot of different ways, but that's like a really funny version of what he, he'll he do. Is he, he kind of knows mm. that 
not necessarily that I'm going to tell this story, but more that that that's a crazy thing for Steven Spielberg to do. I mean, that totally. So he finds that kind of funny. And then Ty Sheridan, who's really, really cool. He was the uh, lead in Ready Player One. He was the guy. And um, uh, we were at Comic-Con promoting Ready Player One. And uh, Spielberg uh, was like, hey, how you doing? Uh, Cheetos brother, we should have some Cheetos. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, let's <laughs> yeah, do it man. after the... And then Ty Sheridan's like, well, what, what's Cheetos Brothers? And uh, and uh, I go, Steven Spielberg and I are Cheetos Brothers. You know, we had some. And he goes, well, I want to be Cheetos Brothers. <laughs> and Steven Spielberg, again, just teasing, but Steven Spielberg looked at him and went, yeah. <laughs> then he walked away. <laughs> that totally beats the time I had Funnings with uh, Stallone. That's <laughs> You hung your hat on that forever, too. Uh, yeah. One up me on that one. You were one. putting Funyuns around his. Have you guys ever heard that story about him receiving Felicia, but the mic was on? That's a good Hollywood piece of folklore. Oh. No, he did softcore porn like before he was. Yeah. A, before yeah. he was an really? Actor. Oh, yeah. Before he was like a big actor. Yeah. You know? that, that definitely makes sense. It makes sense. But he supposedly uh, he left his mic on, and the sound guy kind of played it, so people heard. And he brought a girl into the trailer. And, and he was being serviced. He was being serviced, but giving her very explicit instructions. Oh, boy. You know, Is that to, out on the internet somewhere? Where to put hands. Where to, <laughs> no, I mean, it's a real piece of Hollywood folklore. Because also it was when, I think it was when they were doing, well, it was film. And so the audio track was also on tape. And so I think, no, they, you know. They destroyed that or whatever. He showed it to people, and that guy got fired, and mm. they confiscated the tape. May I ask about your fingernails? I, you have lovely fingernails. That's like Thanks. a French manicure, I believe. Yeah, it's a French manicure. It's By the way, the, my it's favorite. One of the positive things about being an eccentric is uh, you can do weird stuff like that. I really like. Um, uh, I mean, all your finger, all your fingernails are. Yeah, it's I nice. Know. It's uh, Kate kind of thinks it's funny. And so I get it sort of to joke with her. This was Chip. And Kate's like, did you chip a nail? I mean, it's not, it's <laughs> so not I think like, she you know. does it to be able to make fun of me. I think it's funny because, and you didn't do it because nothing phases the riz. Mm -hmm. um, but I like talking to somebody and noticing when they like notice it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they'll do right, Exactly. Yeah. They'll kind of do the look. Do the look. And when did you think I noticed? And try and go, uh, not until you said something. No, I noticed it way early. Really? Yeah. Uh -huh. I was just biding my time. Nothing, get, <laughs> nothing gets past you. You're like, I gotta, gotta figure out if these Cheetos came in a bowl or a bag, and then it's straight <laughs> into the French to the manicure. Yeah. I want to know how I'm bringing how, up the beard, like next. that kind of stuff. Yeah. I want to know, you know, Steven Spielberg is extremely rich and successful, and how does he get his Cheetos? If he just snaps yeah. his fingers, Cheetos are there. Yeah. Well, I said, what do you do with your free time? And I was really interested. He said, Well, look, I, you know, I watch a lot of movies. Kate'll kind of be doing her art, which is. My marriage is like, I'll go do stand-up and she'll go to the studio. And you kind of have that and then you'll take a full 24 hours and just hang out nonstop. Mm. But he's like, so I watch movies and Kate will do her art. And then he sort of said, you know, he, he was like, I like gaming and I like, um, uh, yeah, I like watching movies and I like gaming. <laughs> and it was so strange to realize that he spends so much of his time in front of a screen. I don't know why that occurred to me. I guess because I talk about getting screen fatigue in my act and why I do stand-up and that live component and why I really, really like radio and respect people that do radio is because 
um, it's a different thing. Especially this. This is live. This is mm-hmm. I improvise a lot in my show. Have you ever tried to do radio? I mean, besides I mean, being I'm a guest. I'm trying or... right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying my Solid hardest B. right now. Thank you. Solid, Solid B. B minus. Let's be honest. And uh, no, like morning radio. I, I said yeah. 107.5. That's yeah, a solid that B minus. Now know what station you're I on. think morning radio, think about how much I've done every weekend. I tour every single weekend. So every weekend I do radio and then I've done radio with some pretty great people. Thank you. Present company <laughs> excluded. Included. Oh, oh, included no. guys. It's included. been great. 01.7, the five. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, and, you know, it is, it's interesting to kind of see, I can't imagine getting up this early, so I would, I could never do radio because I, I make enough money doing stand-up. Mm. Um, but it's... Um, because some stand-ups transition into radio. The mo- the most famous guy who was a huge stand-up and was known as one of the funniest stand-ups who now is a radio guy is Jim Norton. Yes. So Jim and Sam on Sirius, he kind of now will do a set at 7 p.m. And that's it. And he tours, but he even tells me he tours because he's afraid that at any moment he's going to be fired from, uh, yes, from Sirius, his job, because uh, they, because they've been so cool about things. Well, we're in the up, past. we're up. At, uh, <laughs> at least my, my alarm clock goes goes off at two thirty. See, that's crazy to me. I mean, I was trying to go to sleep before two last night, and then getting up at seven, I'm just like, what is going on at this point? And I always see people because I only get up early on Fridays for press. Today's an exception, but I see people outside, and I'm like, what? Are you doing right now? What are you doing up? You have groceries with you? Where are you headed? But you must, you guys kind of end. I cry a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of crying. Um, but you guys end at what time? 10. So you guys can kind of go to sleep. You probably, do you guys go back and take a nap or no way? Try. You got two kids? Yeah, you got I got kids. two kids. Yeah, uh-huh. but we have a different place. We just all nap together. Mm-hmm. There that, it is. That is yeah. not You just not get true. together in a bowl of uh, Cheetos. Everybody, yeah. thinks we all hang, everybody thinks we all live together. In a room anyway, with his so. name on the wall. Do they all? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, would lo- I would love if the room you sleep in has everybody else's name on the wall. Uh, it just, it, he has nightmares every night. That's why he cries no, we'll so do, much. We'll do two hours, you know, after for show prep and stuff. Yeah, so, but I think on the way like home. At 10, you're done with your work day. That must be so weird to see people kind of getting started. That's like when you go home from the bar and there are birds. That's the worst feeling, by the Mm. way. It's okay if you're coming back and it's starting to get light. But when the birds start and you're coming home, you're like, I've really, really messed up the next 48 hours. (laughs) It's a serious problem. So uh, it's, you know, it's one of those things where if you have the exact opposite schedule, it's just a bizarre to see people who, in the majority of people, are kind of you know on that same schedule. But luckily, Kate is not; um, she's not a nine to five person. So we kind of I, I feel very lucky because I know some comics who they're like, yeah, my wife works in an office, so I see her never. Yeah, sometimes in the morning, and then before I go and do stand up, and and that's it. The only. The only trade-off is you guys sort of live where you work. Mm-hmm. So I'm gone four days a week. So I'm not... I, we live in New York in this, like, super dope house in Greenwich, Greenwich Village. And, um, you know, I'm only there 40% of the time. So that is that is a very difficult component of it. A- she gets to stay there all the time. 
It's you know? uh you know it's tough trying to balance out the work and life thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you it's know? so fun. It's so what was fun. What you say your address shows. was? Uh, <laughs> was let, me, let me plug your shows. Uh, let me plug uh, your shows. It's one hundred five point seven. The Riz, the Village, <laughs> Riz Road, Helium Clom- uh, Comedy Club tonight, eight o'clock. Helium Comedy Club. Helium Comedy Club. <laughs> you know what? That is the comedy plug version of me saying one hundred seven point five. You're right. You're right. Now you they just changed the name actually. Helium <laughs> Comedy Plug. All right, it's Helium <laughs> Comedy Club tonight. Eight o'clock tomorrow, seven thirty and ten. Saturday, seven thirty and ten o'clock. Just real quick, are you in Deadpool three? Uh, I don't even know that they they haven't said that they're going to make a Deadpool three. But I think you know you see Deadpool two. It's like they're introducing so many characters and there's X Force. Um, so I don't, I'm if they want me to do it, I'm happy to because people love Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean they really really love Deadpool. But I always, I left Silicon Valley because I'd done something for four years, and that's a long time to do a, a specific singular character. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I, it, again, it's not gone into production yet. They're not right. t- even talking about it. They got to they gotta roll out X-Force, which Deadpool is a really big part yeah. of that film. So we'll yeah, see. but Weasel's a big part. I thought Weasel's a big part yeah, it's of huge. Uh, yeah, it's really, really fun. It's- I mean, it's, dude... Both those movies, specifically the first one, because we didn't know what was going to happen. Both those movies are really, really so fun. Good. And I thought Deadpool was one of the funniest movies of its era. Like for sure, before oh that I feel like it was Hangover. But then I say it's like Hangover Three kind of tarnished the legacy. Yeah, kind of it. It did. It, it, it did, did. Right? Yeah. Because if you went to see it in the theater, you felt robbed. You're like, this yeah. is a cash. First grab. one was Why like, is wow, this? this is hilarious. The second one, you were like, man, they still did it. I yeah. really wasn't expecting much, but they got. It. And the third one, you went, whoop, they lost it. Yeah, yeah. And that's such a bummer. And I don't blame those guys because they got all paid of them a lot got of money. like five million dollars. <laughs> Deadpool looks money. so fun to film, and you even said that it was, but is a show like Silicon Valley, which is one of my favorite shows now yeah, of all show. time, and your character's amazing, and I'm going to put Hato in any photo. There you go. Uh, that, that we have together. But um, is that fun to oh, make? We're going like, to have a lot of photos together. Like, <laughs> like you said, after, you after four seasons, is that a fun type of... It's completely different than a movie, I'm assuming. So is is it fun to make that type of... I'll tell you later in the Riz room. All right. Now, Did you watch um, the finale? Yeah, 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 because the Hollywood Reporter asked what I thought about it. So I did an, uh, an article where I spotted as TJ and then also as Ehrlich. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of funny <laughs> to like... one of my favorite characters Dude, of all yeah. time. That, that him versus Jin Yang is like... The but I, I, I thought it was so fun... Um, but I, somebody asked me in New York recently, this, uh, sort of big producer that lives in our building was sort of said, Hey, so, um, what, uh, do you think that you left too late? Do you think you left two years too late or one year too late? And I said, I think I left right around, right at the right time because season four. Yeah. Season Mm -hmm. four was about when there's a reason they say shows jump the shark. I'm not saying that Silicon Valley did. I just feel like I... Don't know many people who are like, my favorite season of Breaking Bad, season seven. You know, it's just, it starts to get to a point where it can become a little formulaic. So I actually hoped that my departure would make more room for Jin Yang, which it did. More room for Amanda Crew, who plays Monica, which I yeah, wish that I mean, they would have given her more. Honestly, and I'll, I'll be 100% honest, your character was my favorite on the show. And when <laughs> you left... It did I change. I bailed out for a it while. Did it did change a lot. It became, they they sort of went for a little bit more drama and realism, but that was a bad call, and they couldn't have known this, because then Silicon Valley suddenly revealed itself as, like, evil. 
like Facebook and these yeah. places. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, they're not, it's not even they're not cool. It's like they're not good people. These are platforms that are not doing great things. So Silicon Valley started to try and parody something that was not funny in real life. Yeah. And that got difficult. I was hoping they'd sort of go further comedy, further wacky, because that guy Thomas Middleditch is like one of the funniest improvisers and physical comedians that's ever lived. And they were having all those guys act more than necessarily do comedy, which is just a different tone of show. It's like a show Girls. I don't love that show Girls. Um, but some people do, and it's that t- the tone of that is not super comedic. It's funny, I guess. What did you say? I interrupted you. You were so goofy on that show. That's why I loved it. That's yeah, why I mean, it was that's so fun every time you were on the screen. And that's what I like. So in anything that I do, I like to even Ready Player One. It's like that's an epic film. It's a Steven Spielberg film, but I was kind of being silly in it. You know, my mm-hmm. character like had carpal tunnel neck and was just talking about <laughs> yeah. so it's, that sort of stuff is fun and then even in underwater it's like i have a toy bunny throughout the so the idea is that have you seen it no no okay. not yet i didn't i haven't either but i hope one of us <laughs> will see it one day and uh and and you know so i i like it to be silly if you are suffering from facial pain drainage pressure you're tired all the time it's time to Take control. It's time to figure out what's going on with you. Take action by making a phone call to St. Louis Sinus Center. With their balloon sinus dilation procedure, it's easier than going to the dentist and it's proven to be as effective as traditional sinus surgery. Not to mention that traditional surgery, it's very painful. Take control. 314-4-RELIEF. That's 314-4-RELIEF or stlsinuscenter.com. Don't be complacent. Make the call. Make a change because there's an option for you. Feel better and have a better quality of life. Make sure you had some big goals to get yourself in shape to find out what's going on inside you. And this is why you got to head to Victory Men's Health. They have three locations and are open five days a week, so it's really easy to get in there, really easy to schedule an appointment. Plus, you can just go to victorymenshealth.com and they have it right there in front of you. Very simple how to sign up and, uh, and get over there and go get your blood work done. That's what Tony did, that's what I did. And this is what allows you to know what's going on inside. You know, you want to get better with your workouts, you want to lose weight, you want to have a better sex life, you want to have uh, more energy, you just want to think clear. Well, you could do that now because Victory Men's Health will show you what you got to work on. For me, I was low on testosterone, low in vitamin D. All that is perfect now thanks to Victor Men's Health. They got me on the right doses. They figured out everything and uh, now I'm actually good to go. So my workouts are better. I sleep amazing now. I've had sleeps where I feel like I'm a middle schooler. It's incredible. I encourage you guys head over to Victor Men's Health. Get the help you need. Finish the summer strong. Get yourself in shape. Find out what's going on inside you. Do that also by checking out Victor Men's Health and uh, and also listen to our podcast, Women Want Strong Men. You can find that on our website or any uh, podcast network. Again, visit our good friends at Victory Men's Health. That's VictoryMen'sHealth.com. The Rizzuto Show. Rewind. Hey guys, yeah, who's right, here? Man, that's awesome. John Patrico's hey, here. Hey, 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 John. Hello. How are you? Good. I'm waiting for it. Well, what happened? Oh, you weren't listening earlier then. Mm. Yeah, I was, but I just, I, maybe I didn't hear. No, you definitely didn't hear then. Okay, what didn't I hear? Oh, we were just saying we good talked about, about you. you for yeah, a long Tony, time. Tony drew uh, made a point. No, we we said that you made fun of Tony yesterday for taking a nap, and then him being grouchy when he came to your house. No, his grouchiness was not yesterday; the day before, he was a pain in the ass. Me and his mother both said, "Thank God he's gone." Was I a pain in the ass, or did I walk in, get the kids, and leave, and not well, say wow. anything to you? Well, that's that's being a pain in the ass. Why is that being a pain a in the ass? Because you don't say a word. We can tell when you're pick in the kids a up mood. at three o'clock at two fifty eight. I get I a phone call. You See, here we go, guys. <laughs> I would love to see you as a lawyer for somebody, and in the court, oh. you go. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was in a terrible mood, so I knew me being Objection. there. Objection. Judge, judge, judge. Hey. You just sit there. I want you need his app. I want both of you guys, I want your opinion on this. If I'm in a terrible mood, an awful mood. Awful. Is it better or worse for me to come in and then try and fake it and clearly be faking it and blah, blah, blah? Or is it easier for me to just walk in, get my children, and then go home? Did you not say a word to your parents? I, mean, I said there, hello. We're there. That's about it. Yeah. After I we watched his children all day, you know. Well, what do you want him to do? Did he say thank you? Is his nice. payment hanging out? You know, just say, hey, what's going on, you know, and. Pleasantries. Maybe just do the pleasantry thing and yeah. just spend a couple minutes with your mom. He's got to suck it up. And just now that he's here, you're going to say that? You're going to be on his team here? Well, I mean, this is, hey, I, he's, this is <laughs> new information. No, you're going to be on his team this now. This is new that information. He's here. What do you mean it's new yeah, information? I just come in. What the hell is new information? you have a cup of coffee with me? You know, We heard your side. Now he's explaining his side. There are two sides to every argument. You will be able to cross examine. Oh, just like his mother said the other day. She goes, I know when to not say a word to him. Okay, well, do you want me to come in and be an ass? Or do you want me to just come in and get the kids and go home? <laughs> Especially when mom calls and says, are you on your way? And you're in, your, you're in the background going, you better come pick these damn kids up now. <laughs> now, if he can't take a joke. Oh, I, yeah. who knows if it's joking? Like, Have I, you met I you? I would say, come pick these damn kids up now. Yeah, no. are there are many I times about the snow yesterday. There are many times when I come over to your house and you look at me and you and and Dominic will start crying about something and you go, "They need to go now." And you're not kidding. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, sometimes believe me, they do need to go. Sometimes maybe, that's my case. maybe I rest my case. was one of those oh. days. I don't know. Yeah, Thank you, your honor. I, I rest my case. Know. I took the kids out in the snow yesterday. What? That's well, that you want a medal? We had a fun time. All right. Oh, yeah. did you, you hear the... what he said? What? He said, "Do you want a medal?" <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just proof that I'm not the one that sits there. Get these kids out of here. I went out and played with them. I didn't. But didn't you we just have say fun that you when are? the children are over. Well, good on you. There's a statue being erected in your honor yeah. right outside here. <laughs> Should I be there for it? No, no. Pseudo show. Traffic and weather. It's Somebody's made out of bricks. Be You've done <laughs> Somebody's got to be there because we're all going to be taking a nap. It's made out of bricks. They're looking for bids on it right now. <laughs> All right, after the break, uh, we got some of your emails. Paul Papatrico's here. No. Really? And you know, I timed it out where you're going to watch your son sing some karaoke. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Whether I want to or not, huh? Oh, you're going to want to. I, I dare you. I picked a song out of this book. I dare you to not sing it with me. Well, I, do I know it? Yeah. Okay. I'll I You know what? I put it in the book. Specific, I put it in the book specifically. Sure. So you, uh, you maybe you want to join in. Oh, oh. I can't top that guy. Ah, the father-son, like the father-son karaoke combo between you two. Oh, well, I mean, you, if, you, if you saw us ever do Under the Boardwalk, I've seen I mean, it. it's brought people I've, to tears. I've seen it. Hey, it's Riz. If you're a veteran and you're looking for a new career, I have a suggestion. The technology or IT industry, especially the cybersecurity branch of IT. No experience in technology? No problem. Centric Training can make that happen for you. Now, Centric has trained veterans utilizing the GI Bill for over 10 years. Veterans value Centric's accelerated pace. You train in only four months. They're hands-on training. You learn by doing, not by long lectures. 
and they only teach technology. No history, no biology, just technology. And that's how they do it in just four months. And that's why over 30% of Centric students are veterans. If you're interested in starting a great new career in technology, call my buddy Patrick Nealon today at 314-450-4714. That's 450-4714. Or go to centric.com slash STL. C-E-N-T-R-I-Q.com slash STL. Technology is the future of St. Louis. Utilize your GI Bill resources and let Centric make it your future. Hey, it's Moon for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Let me tell you about our good friends at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Locally and family owned since 1976 and today the area's largest retailer of tires and expert auto service. Now through September 30th at all 42 store locations, Dobbs is celebrating its 46th anniversary and they want you to drive in today to help them celebrate by saving money. Click on GoToDobbs.com for details about all their money-saving anniversary deals on quality tires and expert auto service. Valuable deals to help you keep your family vehicles in top conditions on the roads as we head into fall. No matter what you drive, car, light truck, van, SUV, hybrid, or EV, the Dobbs team of experienced tire technicians and ASE certified associates service them all. Click on GoToDobbs.com right now and check out the Dobbs' great 46th anniversary deals on the best tire brands already being sold at the lowest prices in town guaranteed. And their anniversary specials on expert auto service too. Always close by. Don't miss out. For Dobbs 46th anniversary specials, visit GoToDobbs.com today. Dobbs, 46 extraordinary years serving the greater St. Louis area. And they're still growing. They'll be opening their 43rd store in Columbia, Missouri before the end of the year. Count on the Dobbs team of friendly and professional associates to take care of your family's vehicles. And be sure to click on GoToDobbs.com for your Dobbs 46th anniversary specials and save today. The Rizzuto Show. Rewind. <laughs> that kind of snuck up on me. <laughs> as soon as the open hits, all of a sudden Riz looks at me. He goes, "I am not ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready." All right, let's do our uh, daily check-ins. Uh, King Scott. Hey, I'm here. Why do you sound like you're 25 miles away? I'm not sure. Should I scoot up closer? You should be 40 miles away. Oh, sorry. I'm too close. <laughs> Here, does this work? That's that better. better. That's way better. Okay. Uh, moon check-in. Energy up, yeah, sir. Am I close good. to you? You sound good? Good. Uh, Jeff? Oh, hey. Okay. There's Jeff. Uh, Patrico is to my left. Hello. It's Friday, in case you didn't know. For, uh, for some of us, the days are really kind of running together. Yeah, it's this day. It is this day, yes. It is Friday. Tomorrow is Saturday. <laughs> then you got Sunday, Easter Sunday. Oh, yeah. Easter oh, Sunday. That. So I think it, it hit my wife for the first time yesterday, really what's going on as far as the outside world is concerned. She went to the grocery store for the first time in like two weeks. I was going to say, is this her first time like leaving the house? Like, I mean, to, she's gone to... out. I'm, I'm talking about, like, leaving the house and dealing with the public. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because I know she's, like, left and, like, picked somebody up or dropped something off. Right. But, like, this is her first time yeah, dealing with the for, public. Stuff for work. Um, so, yeah, she went to the grocery store yesterday. She went down to the uh, to the Whole Foods down in the uh, in the town of country. And mm-hmm. uh, she came back, and, and she almost looked uh, shell-shocked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I hadn't been to the grocery store either in, in maybe a week and a half, almost two weeks myself. We've been doing the Instacart stuff. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, Still waiting on mine, by the way, if you wanted a quick update on that from my order on Monday. When is it due? Today? They, it said between Monday, or it said between Wednesday and Saturday. So. Oh, they gave you that wide of a berth? Oh, yeah. They said your order has been received and estimated is Wednesday through Saturday. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I've, I've only seen it. I've only seen it with the like, all right, it's going to come Friday at some point. No, this is at, from Aldi. It's on Instacart. And mm. uh, the funny thing was is like normally when I log in like to Instacart, even at the beginning of this pandemic, I would log in and let's say I had it scheduled for first available. I could log in today and it would give me a list of times like Friday between 8, 9 p.m., yeah. Saturday between 9 and 10 a.m. Yeah. It just says literally it just says. It'll get there when it gets there. Like, there are no options. It says, your order has been received. It will be shipped shortly. Mm. And then it even has a paragraph that says, like, we are slammed. Y'all got to chill. Well, yeah, we've been doing we've been doing the Instacart. So, uh, so she comes back from the, from the grocery store, and she, I mean, she's looking shell-shocked. She could not believe, first off, that there were older people in there with no masks on, wow. just getting, mm -hmm. like, bananas and bread. Like, two bananas and, uh, and a loaf of bread. My, my mom went to Walgreens to pick up a prescription and walked in and didn't have a mask on and got shamed for it. Really? An old woman behind her goes, you don't have a mask on. And my mom goes, oh, I just forgot I have it in my purse. And the woman goes, that doesn't do you any good. Wow. Well, yeah, she said that people neither, were kind of looking at each your other. Attitude. <laughs> well, you got to remember, some of, these, some of these places have a rule. I mean, yeah, they've, I they've the implemented rule the rule. So maybe it's not shaming as, as, as much as it is, hey, man, there's a sign. Well, no, I mean. They got a rule. True, but I mean that is the way that the woman put it. At least according to my mom, that's shaming. Her. Well, like, Schnooks came out. Schnooks came out yesterday and said, "Please put on a mask when you come in." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Schnooks, they've they've come out and said, "Put on a mask when you come in." So she says there were people there, you know, no masks on, and everybody's kind of looking at everybody, uh, you know, what they're wearing, what they're doing. Are you close? Uh, the checkout lines have uh, have uh, have markings where you could stand, where you're not supposed to stand. They now have the protective shields up in front of the conveyor belts. And as we're unloading, we said, where, are the, where are the hamburger buns? So where are the eggs? She forgot two bags. Oh, oh boy. Man. She forgot two bags at the grocery store. So I'm like, ah. Mm -mm. I said, I don't want you going back there because I don't want to hear it again about how bad it is out there. <laughs> <laughs> I said, let me go. I'm like, I'm going to go call the place. Call the place and say, I'm going to, you know, did you find the two bags? Because I got the receipt. I had the receipt. Everything was paid for. I said, uh, you know, see if we, if you left the bags at the, at the end of the conveyor belt and yeah. uh, have them. So she says, uh, she, I, I heard her call, customer service. Hey, uh, you know, I left two bags. I said, oh, we have them. She says, all right, uh, it's uh, Scott and Amelia Rizzuto. We're going to come get them. So I went down and got them myself. I put on my mask. And that was the first time it hit me. When I walked into the grocery store, I am wearing a mask and gloves walking into a grocery store. In 2020, I am walking into a grocery store wearing a full face mask. Yeah. And well, gloves. Well, it, it probably is not the wisest thing that when you ask for the bags, you said, put them up. And you pointed at her. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Up on we the counter. Our, uh, yes. I mean. We got our, uh, our Schnooks delivery yesterday at about right before noon, I think it was. Like 11.30, 11.45, something like that. And it's our third one, I think. And, and we're not people that have done this in the past. So we're still new to it. And when the when the girl come pulling up, she looked like she was 20, 21 years old. She come pulling up and me and Abby were standing out front with gloves on. 
standing there, just standing in the front yard with surgical gloves mm-hmm. on. Julie's at the bottom of the stairs inside the house waiting to receive the goods from us. And I uh, again, you just feel silly standing there with yeah. surgical gloves on, mm-hmm. talking to this complete stranger who's saying, here, do you want me to put this here? And I'm like, yeah, put it over there. And we stayed 15, yeah. 20 feet away from each other when, the whole time. When I went to the gas station, strange. when I went to the gas station the other day, I, I put surgical gloves on. I did DoorDash yesterday, and, I, and, I, and when, the, when the meal arrived, I, you know, saw the person pull up in front of the house, and I was like, ooh, got a little excited, you know? Yeah. And I was sitting on my couch, and I got the ring doorbell, so it tells me when somebody's there and when somebody rings the doorbell. So it says, you know, motion at your front door, and I'm like, oh, boy, oh, boy. And then I see the car drive away, and I'm like, oh, my God, they, they forgot just, something. They just put it on the ground. No, they just set it on the ground. No they contact. Put it on the ground. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, that's awesome. Well, yeah. the, the, the funnier part of the story is I go in. I mean, there's no no real funny part with the whole masks and stuff. But the funny part of the story is um, I go to customer service and I talk to the woman and I said, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here to pick up. My wife had called in. She goes, what's your name? I said, uh, Scott Rizzuto. And she goes, I don't have a Scott Rizzuto bag. Oh, is it, is it Steve? Huh? Mm. I have a Steve and Emily Rizzuto. Okay, that that's us. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> I said close enough. But there were some employees in there that were not wearing masks, and I was like, "You guys are crazy." Yeah. No yeah. Way, man. No way. Yeah. How how different our lives are. How our lives have changed so quickly. Uh, Tony was just talking about. You know, they gave them a delivery time of uh, Wednesday to Saturday. Yeah. And uh, and 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 you probably went well. Okay, yeah, that'll work. I'll be mm-hmm. home. That'll be fine. And then uh, just a few months ago or a few weeks ago, if the cable guy was coming over and he said, okay, uh, listen, uh, we'll be there between 11 and 11.30, I'd go, ooh, uh, yeah. I'm not sure if I can be here you during go, that entire span. Yeah, this is nuts. They gave me yeah, a three-day a, a three day window. Get out of here. You know what's killing me right now is uh, when I'm sitting at my house and my dad calls and he goes, hey, uh, what do you got going on Saturday? And um, two months ago, I could have been like, oh, my God, I got 48 things in my schedule. Let me double check. Let me go. Now he goes, what do you got going on Saturday? I'm like, I'm going to have to check my schedule. And he goes, for what? You got (laughs) nothing. I'm like, damn it. I'm going to have to help you unload your truck. Damn it. (laughs) Yeah, the the grocery store was not not that crowded. And you'd figure a couple days before a holiday, you know, a big big cooking holiday like Easter, usually four days before a holiday like that, the stores are packed. But nope. Hmm. Nope, I got like one of the first parking spots. There was I was in and out. Not a lot of people there at all. Strange. I think I think more people are taking advantage of the delivery and just not going out. Like yeah. I think I think if you go to the grocery store and especially since they're limiting the people anyway, like people see that and they go, "Why well, ain't waiting in line? I'm not going." Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it allows people that need to go to go. Mm. Yeah. I don't know yesterday was not a good day as it was. I their tragedy struck the Riz household. And uh, we lost uh, we lost a family member yesterday. R.I.P. Gary the Fish. Oh, oh no! Man, terribly sorry. Mm-mm. So sorry about that. R.I.P. Gary the Fish. Oh. How do I? I didn't think it'd get me, but it got me. To what we had. Three years old. Good run, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good. That's a good run for a beta fish. I mean, he was he was well taken care of. Are you looking up the lifespan of beta fish? Average lifespan of a beta fish is three to five years. Is that is it three to five years? Yeah. It says in captivity three to five years. Oh, 
I mean, he was so well kept. I mean, I took care of him. He didn't. He didn't know it was captivity. He didn't know that. This is like this is like mourning the death of Tony Soprano. While a great person and somebody that you'd like to have on your side, you do have to remember that Gary was a murderer. He murdered a snail. Yes, I. I it's assumed he did, and it, it was never proven. No. We don't know if it could have been self-defense. We weren't there. Yeah, we got a couple snails uh, at the beginning of uh, our life with Gary. What was, it? what was the snail's name? Oh, God. I forgot. It was oh, something man. else. It was like Phil or like Jim. <laughs> Jim the snail. Yeah, it was Gary and, uh, oh, my goodness. How do, how do I forget Rose this? Rose was one. We had two snails. Rose, one died right away. And then the other one was, uh, we put the snails in there to clean the tank, you know, so they would so, kind of, they'd kind of go on the suction onto the side and kind of go up and down the tank. Listen, you guys know, you guys know, you guys know how this works. You listen to the show more than we do. What was, what was Riz's snail's name? <laughs> Somebody knows. Somebody will tweet us the answer within 30 seconds, I bet. Was it Jimmy? No, no. It wasn't Glenn. <laughs> oh, are you sure? It, mm, that ooh, might Glenn be. sounds familiar. Glenn does sound familiar. Two but, ends or one though? Yeah, so so it was it was Gary the fish and the snail, and they were living harmoniously for, for quite a couple weeks, and then one, one the snail was shredded. Jeez. Happens. That's why it was for sure murder. Snails don't spontaneous spontaneously combust in a it tank wasn't, on your counter. Just shredded. Well, so what happened was, and here's how I discovered uh, that Gary had died. He, he, he was not floating. He did not float. Oh, yeah? Where was he? He died maybe in just, his house. Maybe oh, he was just, in the uh, castle? He died in the castle. Oh, no. Oh. Hey, you know what? Surrounded by those that he loved. That's right. Died uh-huh. loving what he, doing what he loved. Did he not follow the, the quarantine water. orders? I told him to stay home. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did stay home. <laughs> I don't know what he did at night. Was he going out at night? I have no idea. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I heard he was getting uh, he was getting with some floozy, some goldfish floozy. Well, so what happened was I was yesterday was uh, the day I was to clean his tank. <laughs> what? Just these tweets. Our family is very sorry for the loss of Gary the fish. To be honest, all of St. Louis will mourn our friend Gary. If you would please uh, post the tribute picture. I've posted it. It's posted. <laughs> can we get one with Gary in the clouds? I could do that. <laughs> Aww. You know, if Union Station were still doing the T-shirts, I'd put Gary uh, in the clouds on a T-shirt. I'm, I'm already working on one of those pictures. You ruined it. Though. Oh, I did? Oh. Yeah. I'm already working on a Gary Memorial with, like, the faded picture and then him and then some skyline and maybe yeah. an angel. Uh-huh. Yeah, we lost a beta fish, but heaven gained an angel yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> an angel fish. Wow. So I went to go clean the tank Stop yesterday. It. I went to clean the tank, and uh, usually when I when I pick the tank up and I bring it over towards the sink, I have another another little receptacle for Gary to go in while I clean the tank. Yeah. And normally when I lift the tank up, you know, Gary will start really swimming around. He does not like that. So, uh, so I said, huh, Gary's, uh, Gary's not as pissed as he normally is when I clean the tank. <laughs> Actually, he's not pissed at all. <laughs> so I put Gary down on the on the counter. I'm like, huh, that's that's odd. Maybe he's maybe he's sleeping. <laughs> hey, Gary! So I tap on the glass a couple times, you know. Gary, Gary, and then I reach my hand in to, to pick up the castle because maybe that'll kind of rouse him. 
And then Gary just kind of flopped out of the castle. Oh, oh boy. Uh, did you run and tell people right away? Did you have a moment? What'd you, you got, do? Gary, no! I, that's what I said. Oh, no, Gary. Did you do any CPR or anything? <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was already gray. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he, went from, he went from blue to gray. <laughs> Don't we all? So he said, guess what happened to Gary Fish? Carol effing baskets. <laughs> so he kind of like fell out of the out of the castle onto the onto the rocks, and I go, oh, Gary, no! And my daughter happened to my daughter happened to be sitting there at the kitchen table, eating uh, potato chips, and uh, I said, uh, honey, Gary has passed. R.I.P. Gary. And she burst into tears. Like you, oh, really? really? I'm like, why are you oh, crying? You never. No. When was the last time you cleaned this tank or fed the fish? Never. When was the last time you realized we had a fish? Uh-huh. <laughs> it was always a fight. Go feed the fish. It's Sam's turn. She burst into tears. So I felt bad. And I told my son, I said, son, Gary's dead. He starts laughing. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Did he really? <laughs> Oh my gosh! Boy. <laughs> he, he starts laughing. So, oh uh, yeah. So I, I, we haven't buried him yet. Uh, we had, uh, I guess we've, we've scheduled the wake for tonight around six. Okay. And okay. then, uh, with a short little memorial service on Saturday morning. As I say, is it a, is there a public viewing or? No, no. I mean, maybe, it's, it's social. Maybe Scott's, maybe oh, yeah, Scott's right. church is available. Yeah, is your pastor we'll available? Yeah, we can there. try. Yeah, I can check and see if he can come over. Chris. Chris on Instagram makes a great point here uh, with the Ridge Show curse and all. He said, this can't be true. Uh, you haven't talked about him in weeks on the show. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> now, had you mentioned him two days ago, I totally believe this. But, uh, no, I, I, I put him in, uh, I made a little like, coffin for him in an old uh, strawberry container, like a plastic strawberry container. You're a real good okay. fish dad. <laughs> So I put some, I put some paper towels in there. He's it looks I said, look kids, it looks like he's sleeping. <laughs> I'm surprised you just didn't immediately flush, to be honest with you. I, I had recommended I had recommended a burial at sea, but that was vetoed. Uh, see with, with when 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 Lawrence Fishburne died, we literally just I, I went, Oh my I guess because my kids are a little bit younger, mm-hmm. but I went like this, I went, Oh my god, baby, you killed the fish. The fish is dead because of you. And then she went, oh, no, really? And I went, yep. And she went, ah, you want to flush it or do you want me to? Mm. And that was Well, it. I mean, you had your fish for a, a couple weeks. No, we didn't. We had it for two years. Your fish lasted two years? Yeah. No way. <laughs> yes. It went Our by fish like a couple weeks. Year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your fish only lasted no, 104 no weeks. No way. That, that, <laughs> two years? Yes. Yes. Oh no! I don't. I don't. I I thought it was way sooner than that. I no. thought your fish died if, way the, at, at, at the absolute least, it was a year and a half. Gary was part of the family. Remember when we just went away on vacation? I got the automatic fish feeder. Oh yeah! And I was yeah. so paranoid. What a waste of your money! I was so paranoid as to as to this thing malfunctioning during our trip over. You know, over to the Dominican. Yeah. The first thing I did when we got home, I pushed everybody out of the way to make sure that Gary was alive. <laughs> yeah, he was fine. In in fact, he really enjoyed that time uh, when you guys were away. Now that he's been quarantined with you, he said, you know what? I think if there's uh, any so time to check out, I'm it's out. probably it. now. Yeah. It's the minimum three to five. All right, I've hit the minimum. I'm I'd, out. 
I just bought new rocks and fish food, too. Well, now Sorry. What are you do Sorry it? about you. Get a Is lizard. it too soon? Is it too soon to ask? Will you get another? No, not going to happen. Hmm. Remember, Gary was the gateway to the dog. Well, we got mm-hmm. the fish. Remember, we got the fish as, as like, a, a little test for the kids. Right. Like, hey, if you could keep this fish alive for 365 days on day 366, we will get you a dog. And they stopped taking, taking care of the fish after three days. And then I took over. And I cleaned that tank every time. And I asked every day, did somebody feed the fish? Every day. Nobody else cared about that fish. I did. I made sure that tank was clean, had good water. Made sure the pH was good. Made sure those rocks were clean. His castle was scrubbed every time. Every time I scrubbed that castle when I... How many times did you scrub the castle, though? Every time. Oh. Was was it like every other time? or Every single time, Jeff. (laughs) Every single time. Oh, Jeff. I would sit there like a psycho and just watch him. Just watch him swim around. (laughs) And that's never going to happen again. You know, to be honest with you, how do you tell if a a beta fish is a a male or female? We just assumed it was a guy because he was blue. Yeah, I don't know. Did I'm you look really to see sure. if he had a penis? I looked. Yeah, that's a good. I looked. Mm-hmm. Well, he wouldn't. He would not swim still. Somebody said, "Wasn't the snail Greg?" Yes, Greg. That's it. That's it. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Katie, you. On Twitter. Thank nice you. Work. Greg the snail. <laughs> that's right. There was there was Greg and Rose. Rose died immediately. Greg was murdered by Gary. Man. Patrico, Patrico just made a... Uh, that would be on a t-shirt. A t-shirt designed. Swim on, sweet Gary. And it's Gary in the class. Uh. <laughs> I'm going to send this to you. It's ridiculous. 2017 to 2020. My sweet uh. Gary. Gone, but not forgotten. Mm-hmm. And I've uh, I've asked Jeff Burton to, uh, to read a little something about Gary as an ordained minister, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Jeff, if you would. <clears throat> Gary the Fish, a, uh, a eulogy. Is this a love letter? Well, yes, of course it is. In fact, I'm a three-time award-winning author and a 30-plus year Please, radio veteran who's, you. who's writing a eulogy for a dead fish, so strap in. Gary. Gare. Mr. Fish, we here at The Riz Show want to thank you for everything. You know not what you have done. Did you just basically chill in a bowl of designer water and a tank full of toys more expensive than my prescription deductible? Yes, you bet you did, but, but you did it with class. You were selfless. You always remembered where you came from and never took it for granted. Said best, you were always there. But not just for us, but for who? Gary... You changed one man, and his name is Riz. Or should I say, Dad? Now, if not for you, oh, dead Gary the Fish, you who showed Riz he can care for someone besides himself. And if I had a dollar for every time Riz talked about Gary, I would probably have enough to buy him another fish, I would think, because they're probably not that expensive. (laughs) We would not have seen that next step in Riz if no Gary... No cat the dog. 
to know Gary was to know Cat the dog. You know, you can tell a lot about a dead dime store fish by the amount of people that are here today. Jeff, you better speak this up. You better speak this up, Jeff. better speak it up. Cops Virtually, of course. I think Gary would be proud. And in closing, Gary, always remember my favorite story. If you are simply a fish, you love me for today. But if you're Gary the fish, you love me for a lifetime. <laughs> wow. That was terrific. So, uh, excuse the tears on the parchment. I think Gary was a girl. What? I think. I think the males have more red in them and more colors and, and are a bit fancier. And the women are kind of... Gary was solid blue. Uh, Gary all, can make his own decisions. All roads, are, all roads are leading to female. Gary identified as a male, just so you know. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then I'll respect that. <laughs> and respect that. Please, thank you. You know, whenever a celebrity dies, uh, there's always got to be people that like to post on social media... Them taking a picture with the dead celebrity. Oh, yeah. Whether they know them or not. Like, hey, I met, uh, you know, so and so. I met Gary Richrath one time, sure. <laughs> when, uh, who, was, who was the last big celebrity that died? John Prine? Or before that? Before that. Uh, Joe Diffie? Oh, yeah, I saw a bunch of those. Like, hey, I met Joe Diffie once at a country fair, and here's me and Joe Diffie. Who's going to be yeah. the first person to take a picture with Gary the Fish and, and post it? Ooh, I mean, there's so many. Uh, so many people that mm. Gary hung out with. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd be surprised if uh, if I didn't see Travolta head <laughs> to mm. social media. Mm -hmm. You mean I know John? You're talking about John Travolta? Yeah, yeah I know he was good yeah. friends with Anne Heche. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> John Liguizamo, another one of Gary's close yeah, friends. Gary and Anne Heche yeah. had both something... Yeah, they hung out off and on. Every once in a while, they would be together. There were rumors. Sometimes she would go away. <laughs> Our buddy Corey says, uh, I've already ordered the big white cross to be put in Riz's front yard, and I put a sticker on my truck. R.I.P. Gary. <laughs> <laughs> put in the back of the Jeep. <laughs> Gary, 2017 to 2020. <laughs> Dude, Moon, did you get the, uh, the, the memorial picture on the... Yes, uh, and I've already posted it. <laughs> Swim on, sweet it Gary. Is brilliant. Oh, there's the first one. There's the first picture. Favaz, I guess Favaz. Favaz from Keishi posted a picture, they, fitting fitting tribute picture of uh, of him and Gary. They they ride together, right? They ride together. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> they were in a motorcycle club. <laughs> no, I'm not getting another fish. Honestly, you it, know was what? A, it was a giant pain in the ass, like really a giant pain in the ass cleaning that tank. Don't really, answer that question really while you're emotional. Like that. You're emotional right now, okay? <laughs> Jeff, do you see on Twitter somebody said that their grandma just passed and they're using that for the eulogy? They're just going to take the fish and take that out and put grandma in. <laughs> uh, Jerry says Gary was a male. Males have the flowing fins. Ha, moon. They all have flowing fins. Not according to so Jerry. not wrong. <laughs> Jerry on Twitter is a beta fish expert. So, guys, come on. Gary wouldn't have wanted this. 
Riz, uh, there is a request. Uh, somebody says that you know you, you play the the boys to men song, mm -hmm. but in times like this, there might be another song that you need to play. Go ahead. There, we will see you at the crossroads. Uh -huh. <laughs> we will meet again. <laughs> This is going to be a constant re repeat. See you soon, Gary. Yeah, let me see if I can It's really going to hit it. It's really going to hit me when, uh, when when the burial happens. Yeah. We pray for Gary. And all the other fish out there surviving the struggle in those glass hey, prisons. If anything, if anything, with the loss of Gary, it'll make you think about the fish you lost. A good point. Yep. Mm -hmm. Just think about think the about, good times, Riz. You, you had a handful about, of years with them. Think about the beta fish that you lost, or even the goldfish. Which, by the way, this song here, I always thought right here they said passing gas in the wind. Yep, passing yeah. gas in the wind. Passing gas in the wind. And who isn't, really? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> How do you go on today? I'm surprised we're not doing the best of. Best of Gary moments. Oh, I do want to play you fighting this. through it. I do want to. Yeah, send in your Gary tributes. I, they really mean a lot to me. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Uh, we've been playing uh, this dude the past couple days, uh, Kenneth Copeland, who says uh, God's wind will blow away the coronavirus. Wind! Wind! Heat! Heat! COVID-19! COVID-19! Mm -hmm. I'm blown! Yep. On you. On you. Well, yesterday we played uh, a remix of it. Now there's a, another remix of The Wind of God. This is the Trap Remix Part 2. This is like an actual song. The other one was just kind of like they took his lyrics and they kind of made a beat. This is like a legit song. Yeah, this is. I would jam to this. This is terrific. Listen to this. Then sang Moses. And the children of Israel, this song under the Lord. COVID 19. COVID 19. COVID 19. I'm blue. The wind of God. From the state of Washington to the state of Maine to Brownsville, Texas, and the tip of Florida. Today, we speak to this atmosphere. There's a video to go along with this, too. The video's great. The video is excellent. I can't wait to see it. I saw the video from yesterday's remix, and that really makes it. Oh, this one. Dude, this video is a thousand times better oh, than that. Terrific. The video from yesterday's is, is terrifying. His, the look on his you face destroyed forever, is terrifying. And you'll never be back. Yep. 
Excellent. Wow. Excellent. This was this was yesterday's. In the name of Jesus. Moon, I'm sending you the video right now. Satan, you bow your knees. Yeah, this one takes a while to, to really kick, mm-hmm. and it's because the video is is more it's it's more for the for the video setup, really. <laughs> I blow the wind of God on you. I like the I like uh, today's. Yeah, the new one. The, the new the one. one's got better oh. hook. Mm. Mm. God, people are so <laughs> people are so clever. What? Somebody's on Twitter. People are on Twitter now tweeting celebs that have been through town, like Andrew Santino. Somebody just said, hey, Andrew Santino, you came to St. Louis last year and did a spot on the Riz show. It was hilarious. I'm sorry to inform you that Riz's Fish Gary passed away last night. St. Louis is mourning, and if you have any words to lift this city up, please do. (laughs) People are now tweeting guests. Uh, (laughs) Wow. Oh, somebody found a picture of, of Gary with some celebs. Oh, oh yeah? yeah, what do we got? Check this out. Hanging out with Oh no way. <laughs> Hanging Nemo out with Dory. And Dory and Marlon. Uh-huh. There's Gary. Cool. <laughs> I can't take this. <laughs> Since everybody's drinking from home while they're working or whatever, there's oh. gonna be a lot of drinks poured out for Gare Bear. Yeah. yeah. And really, you know, Easter's on Sunday. And it's gonna be tough to spend that holiday without Gary. That's his favorite yeah. holiday. Mm, favorite holiday. Man. Favorite holiday. He loved finding Easter eggs with the kids. <laughs> yeah, by possibly making yeah, I have always, the opportunity to rise up. I like how a lot of times, especially when your kids Maybe. were younger, he would see eggs but not grab them. He would let he would mm. leave them for your kids. Yeah, because yeah. not he, every he fish loved, does that. He loved seeing the kids like the excitement and the, and the joy when they found the eggs. Loved that. Yeah, <laughs> he really did love that. Mm-hmm. So. KSDK, K- just a, a, a news story just popped up, and it's something about unemployment, but I was waiting for it to be breaking. <laughs> Gary the fish passes away in castle. <laughs> in his castle, which is... He loved that castle. He loved it. The Rizzuto Show. Rewind. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh- Playing the mumble game. Yeah. So, Patrick will explain how this works. So, basically, I will uh, take a very popular song, and I have to mumble the melody, the refrain, the words, whatever I can do to get either Jeff or Moon to guess the song. Mm-hmm. Uh, this all started because uh, here in the studio, we're silly. During a break, when a song is playing, or even when we're in the office, we start... Scooby-Dooing and, and Ricky-Ticky when we sing in these songs <laughs> instead of singing the actual songs. That led to this game, and here we are. Yeah, so out of 12 songs, how many will the team of Moon and Jeff get yeah. correct? And it's not going to be that they can both jump in. Like, we have one for Jeff, oh. and then one for Moon, and then one, one for Jeff, for Jeff one and then for one for Moon. Maybe we'll get Scott in here to kind of mumble a song or two if, uh, if, we're, oh. feeling, if we're feeling saucy. <laughs> See how it goes? I don't know. If you're good, if you're good. Be good. Shall we do an example? Sure. Let's do an example. So you guys on the phone, out of 12, how many will Moon and Jeff get correct? Mm -hmm. Here's here's your example. Set the baseline here. This will be Moon because Jeff knows the first song here. Okay? Okay. Scoo-boo, scoo-doo-bang-dee. Scoo-ba-dee, scoo-scarabu-da-scada-doo. Hey, Jude. 
Is it Hey Jude? Hey Jude, don't it's make so it bad. And skip That's how that works. Right, let's go to the phones. Josh, out of 12, how many? Uh, let's go 11. 11. Good morning. Wow. Happy birthday. Thank you, sir. Uh, Richard, out of 12, how many? Eight. Eight. Hang on. So that's our two scores combined. Yes. Andrew, out of 12, how many? Uh, nine. Nine. Okay. Matt, how many? Oh, ah, 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 the 90s. Ah, ah, ah. How many, Matt, out of 12? Uh, uh, let's go 10. 10, okay. Uh, we got Dustin, out of 12. How many? Uh, eight. Uh, okay, we already have an eight, but we'll do two eights. It's fine. Uh, Alex, out of 12, how many? I got to go with one. One, okay. Shall we play? And who will we begin with, Tony? Um... I don't know. Who do you think we should go Let's with? Let's go with Jeff first. Oh, thanks. Here we go. <clears throat> Song number one. Guys, okay, good. <laughs> <is> so stupid. A scat a scuba, baba skim pop, scoom scum, skim pop, scoom scum, skim scum. A scoom pop, skim um, skim. You know what? Maybe Scott's coming in our life. A scoom scap, skim a boom skip. A scoom scamp, scoom a scam, scamp. Is that a scoom scamp? A It sounds like a TV theme. Do you know it? Yes. Okay, could he be our lifeline? Is that okay? No. Okay, not. No. Then just whisper it to me. Come on, you know this. You know it, yes or no? What is it, King Scott? It's the Love Shack. Ah. I was just listening to that song yesterday. Everybody. One wrong. Oh, we are tight, you guys. Yeah, yeah. We know what we're doing. Uh, well, Scott is, is next. All right. Oh, man. Good luck, buddy. Shoot, I'll tell <clears throat> you what. Skin-doom, bum, scoom, ba. A skin, ba, sky. A scuba, da, ba, diba, da, ski, ba, scoo. What's happening? Don't you feel silly when you're doing it by yourself? And sky, 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 and scam, boom, sky. Scoodari, a scuba dooba, please, scoo, a scuba, ride, a flu, fly, flee. Eventually, will eventually be a memory of a time. I tried to do the rap part first, and it didn't work. I was thinking maybe if you did the beginning of it, that would have That's what I tried to do. A scuba, scoo, sky, a scoo, sky, ski. Lincoln Park's in the end. Now I got it. Jeff, you're next. Oh, Love I can't it. wait. I'm so good at oh, this. Oh, God, this is so hard, this one. <clears throat> a scoot up a beam bang. A scoop a doop a suba. A robot a D sky. A something down by down by. A scoop a D. Rop a boo. Sky by sky ski scoo sky sky scoo sky sky ski skim boom. Oh, that's it. You think you got it? I do not. That's where it is right there, the Rapasu. But I still A Subada ding dang. Yeah. A ripping in a Subang. A Zibaba Huska. Yeah, I don't know. A Sapan Dumba Dumba Bapa Scoo. 
Oh, Rabba Ding. No. You got me on this one, too, man. Oh, it's a, mm, here we go. It's. Uh, you have a guess, Scott? No, I have no clue. It sounds like a commercial for spaghetti. No. It's, <laughs> you, Man. Wow. Glad I didn't get that one. Right here. Okay. That's uh, still sitting on one right. Uh, Moon, this is for you. Yeah. What is it? Uh, uh, hit me, baby, one more time. Okay. This, this one. <laughs> Jeff, you're getting the hard ones. I'm sorry, man. That's you're okay. getting the, you're the hard ones. I don't think I'd be able to get any of them. Mm. It's my confidence. No, he gets this. You say uh, no? Okay. No, no he yeah. gets hey, this. Hey, Jeff. No, no. He gets this. I left yes. out a word. No way he gets this. Can I use yes. a lifeline just No, for, okay. you're going to get this one. All right. You're gonna, you know what? I'm going to prove yeah. you wrong, Dad. Getting, that's right. right, right Dad, mm. uh-huh. I learned it from you watching you. A scuba doom ba scheme ba. A scuba doom ba bing. I got it. A scuba boom ba boom ba. A scuba doom ba bingo so. A suba doom ba Oh, the bingo suit. That's the change right there. Suba dee ba boo. A suba doo ba bee ba. A suba boom ba boo. I know you got it. A scuba dee ba boo ba bing bang. I got it. I guess you would like to fashion again. Yeah. It's, it's it's on this station. Is it is it an STP song? No, no. There'll be a. Point I thought fest. I did pretty good with There'll that. Be a by point the way, fest. great. Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo, Ringing Tickets. So how many do I have right so far? Zero. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, and then Moon gets an easy one. Damn don't it. don't give me that. You think there's an easy one? I'm not gonna get it. I don't know if Moon's gonna get this. No, I'm not gonna get it. I don't know either. Yeah, you got to know this. If you know the song, you're gonna get it. And it depends on my performance, which I think is going to be stellar. All right, Moon, this is for you. Sitting at two right, guys. Here we go. <clears throat> Come on, man. Really dig in and get I'm the tone. Get the tone that. of the artist. A scaboo, ding gang, rasuba do. Zuba ding dang do. I know the song. I don't know the title. I, that's that. That was the downside here. But yeah. That's the beginning. Yeah, I don't know the title. I don't think I've ever known the title. Even, I'll even accept the artist. No, I couldn't tell you. Jeff? It's one of those songs you hear in every other movie. No, uh, I can't think of the title of it. You know it. Yep. House of the Rising Sun from the Animals. Yeah. yeah, you know the song. You, if you, yeah, if you, course, but that's not yeah, the you, point. You, you, you got the song know the right title. Away. If you know, if you know the name of that song, that's easy to you. Yeah, it's not. Do you know the melody? <laughs> it's name the song. <laughs> Bummer. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. All right. Well, that was fun. <laughs> Why don't you let Scott do this one? Let Scott sing it. Yeah. You, oh, I don't even get to prepare. Oh yeah, buddy. Oh, <laughs> all right. I hope I know what it is. 
You have to read it and then instantly start singing it because that's the difficulty for me. Oh. <laughs> Who's it? Is this for Jeff? This is for Jeff. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're right. You got this. You got this. You got this. Scoopity ding, zamadi zapuzu, zapaduzu, zapaduzu, zing bong ding. He's killing it. This is perfect. I think I have. Doozus. Hey, hey, Jeff. Here's another part. Yeah, here's another part. Scamp bottom, bascamaring ding, rock scabu. Baska bading ding za baru rapa pasabada. Damn it! I know the song. Oh, you do. Scooby I don't know. Come on, dude. Just play it. Just play it. That was good. I leave for so long too. You got to zoom. Scott did great. Yeah, you did. Thank you. Thank you. Good job. This one is wait, 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 wait. With that one, how many have I got? You guys still have two. What? We only have two as a team. Yeah. Oh my. Come on, dude. Let's go. Will you? What? Moon's got this. Go ahead. Easily. Easily. Give the musician all the easy ones. Yeah. Right. A scuba doo, scuba bing bang. A scuba doo, ba scuba I said my school Well, I tell you what, Moon's carrying this team, I'm telling you. <laughs> okay. Three. Now, is that total or is that just how total. many I've gotten? Total. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You sound like a villain. You're, Jeff's getting this one. He just said, uh, you, you are getting, Jeff's getting this yeah. one. You are getting Does this one. Does anybody want to put money on it? Yes. Just put a dollar in. Would you like Would you like King Scott to do it or Patrico? <sighs> I put $5 on this that you're getting it. Oh, let's, I want, I want King it. Scott to do it. <laughs> oh, no. I want to hear more syllables. All right. <laughs> oh, King Scott's doing it? All right. It's up to you. No, do you yeah, want King Scott? Yeah, or? sure. No, that's fine. Okay, if I know it. Like, uh, Tony does like the, uh, <laughs> Tony does like, Cartoon sounds, you know, the skimp scan, the skimp, and they always start with you want, SC. Would you rather Tony would you, do it? You want, you you want Tony in? to do this one? Yeah, Why don't you have Tony do it? You join in. There's a microphone right there. <laughs> uh, trying to get the melody in my head. Um, it's hard, right? Here, let me see it. I'll yeah. tell you. How. No. Oh. Just, uh, just, just seeing. Go ahead, Tony. Yeah, if you here, could. Ready? Here we go. I need practice. Here we go. Let me see. Let me see. Scoop, pop, boop, pop, pop, ski, scoop. Oh, there we go. Scoop, boop, my last Last resort. This this oh, next one might be the hardest one we in the entire list, you guys. We are so the next three are very tough, I think. <laughs> the next three are very tough. This one is for sure. Huh? Maybe let's see if Scott could do this. Good luck. Oh, Good luck. And a Scooby Doo fling fling. My, there's a microphone, Scott. I mean, I know. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Um, <laughs> oh boy, uh, <laughs> this is uh, it's hard to do, right? Oh my gosh, yeah. I can't even figure out where to start. Let's. Um, <laughs> that that that's it's it's where to kind of 
go into it. I got right. two Which spots one? that I could start like on. Like vocal riff, Oh, man, how can I get the melody in my head at all? Now I got Last Resort. <clears throat> Try to get that out. scuba doo ba bing bang boo ba ba scuba doo boo ba ba ska scuba dee bang boom ba scoo scoo ska ka ba da ba 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 da ska ba 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 I almost did sing it. Given the Widows was was real close. I was on the line. I need practice reviewing these. That's that's five right. Let me see. There's two left. I mean, Alex wins. Alex is the winner. I got two more. This is just for pride. Jeff, this is for you. All right, hold on. Let me go grab some pride. I'll be right back. I think this one's going to be tough, too. Great. All right. <clears throat> All right, Jeff. Hit it. Can't Hit wait. It. <clears throat> <laughs> I got this. Spoon Man. One more. Nope. No way. No way we're getting it. I don't think they get this. What about as a group over here? Let's see if Scott could do this one. He's not going to be able to. And this is for Moon. Now, now they're betting against you, Scott. Show them. Prove them. Prove them wrong. Be able to, and you're probably going to be right. One spot. Okay. uh... What you got? Zappa dabba zip zazoo. That's all I know. Uh, zap. <laughs> hey, that's it. All right. <laughs> Come on, Tom. Any help with the melody? Uh, this is uh, uh, Zappa dabba. Z- this is rapper's delight. Nope. Nope. Ooh. Darn. I'm gonna hey, what, what if what if I what if I did this at the beginning? Okay, so this is the beginning of the song. Don't call it a comeback. Yeah. You guys got seven right. Yeah. Well, does that even count? Because that's not the title. Uh, I mean, would you say Mama said knock you out? No, I said don't, don't call, call it a comeback. Because I was just singing, yeah. but I wasn't choosing the title. All right, I'm taking it away. Oh, wow. Way to go. Way to be honest. I ruined Jerk. it for everyone. Again. All right. Well. They do. I thought you guys did great. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Scott, my back's hurt a little bit from carrying the team, but Jeff, you did not do well. Show, traffic and weather. Yeah, not too well. They had a streak going there, right? Two in a row. Now, what is it? Is it you just can't get the song title? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know just, you know the song. Yeah, I know the song. I just don't do like, the come song. Come on, Eileen. Title. Yeah, I know. I know. Only that. times I play that on the freaking radio in a billion years. You should be ashamed. The Rizzuto Show. Rewind. Hey, good morning, everybody. Hey, hey. Webcam's working? Nope. Nothing. On our end, yes. Fantastic today. My apologies to the people in the chat room. The people who depend on uh You really don't mean it. You don't mean it. You know what? (laughs) Screw you guys. (laughs) Hey, all yes. All yes. All y'all. The people think I got no feelings. 
<laughs> but that's not true. No, you have feelings. That's called hate. That's not that, that's not true. <laughs> you know, today is the... And I was explaining to Moon before the show began. Uh, congratulations to the uh, parents of uh, the Parkway School District. School starts for you today. Hey. Some happy parents so, right there. Yeah, the kid's going back to school today. So yesterday was, I guess, like, meet the teachers and bring the supplies to school. And my daughter goes to kindergarten. So now both my kids are in the same school. My son's in second grade. My daughter's in kindergarten. And I had I had the moment yesterday where my, my daughter's in her little backpack. And I was like, my little girl's in kindergarten. <laughs> Got dusty in there real quick, yeah. huh? Yeah. Man. You guys need to sweep up because it's dusty in the school. <laughs> Man, that has never affected me like that. Either one of mine. Because you're a prick. Right. All right. <laughs> okay. I tell you what, with my first 15 that, that went through, right. like yeah. uh, uh-huh. it, it didn't. But when my last one started kindergarten last year, it did. It did. It did hit me that oh man, this is the last time I'm. That's doing it. This. Hmm. It did. It did kind of. Didn't do anything for me. No, nothing. No, mine's like grow up and get out. It's fine. I. I don't believe that with you. No, that's not true. That's Completely not true. not true. No, it's not true at all. But the the whole you know walk in the hall when you go from grade school to middle school and all that that none of that's Julie gets all teared up on that stuff. I, it doesn't bother me at all. Listen, with the way you guys are with your daughters, <clears throat> you know you guys are very close. Yeah. And your daughter's going to college next year. Yeah, hopefully. This is Once her graduates. Her senior year. Right. You don't think that's going to affect you in any way? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be sad that she's not going to be around, but it's not. it doesn't affect me from the, oh, my God, my little girl's growing up, you know, that sort of thing. I see her growing up on a daily basis. I'll be sad that she won't be around all the time if she moves away somewhere, but I mm. won't be like, oh, my God. You know? I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to wipe it all? No, no dabbing? No, there was no wiping. There was, there was a moment. Yeah. It's just the visual of her, that little body in that big backpack, right? That's what it was, Jeff. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you were there, too. <laughs> Maybe you were there, too. Were you there? Jeff? I was not. <laughs> it was a grade school, right? Yeah. I can't go there. You know that. Yes. Come on. Yes. No, I had one of those moments. And congratulations again to to all the uh, the parents of uh, of Parkway students. Summer vacation's over. <laughs> Get out. Get tax, out. Tax paid babysitting <laughs> starting today. Wait, and you guys are in Rockwood? Yeah, we're. I think the 16th is when it started. My kids started yesterday. Holy cow. And uh, yeah, yeah, get this. My uh, I, Well, they're in grad school, though. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of my daughters started high school, right? And I went to pick her up from school, and I'm, I'm leaving, and there's a big line, and it's only like a two-lane street. What's the worst thing that could happen, by the way, if you're- You go the wrong way. No, no, no. If, you, if you're a student, it's the first day of school. Uh, Ooh, look, I'm 16. I can, I'm driving to school. What's up? I'm picking up my friends. Woo, that first day of school was easy. Down. Car breaks down, accident, or get pulled over. Let's go with B there because I came out. You got into an accident? No, not me, man. This sixteen-year-old kid. I'm, I'm assuming uh, she. Not, I mean, she not was young. Your kid? No, 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 okay. no, no. I pick up my daughter and about twenty cars ahead of us. Bam! Four-car accident. This oh. gal destroyed this other dude's new car. He had the temp tag. He was like forty-something, oh, and he was just out there like no. Uh, didn't even get out of the temp tag. No, yet. I felt uh, so bad. I mean, this is a young girl, and you could tell she was just destroyed. Mortified. 
Yeah, airbags went off and everything. I mean, four cars oh, were busted. That's not fun. <laughs> hit one wow. car, hit the next car, hit the next car. Ah, first day of school. Get that out of the way. Oh. Fail. And you know what I said? Wow. <laughs> I hope she got that Pokemon and she needs to go to stlsafedriver.com. Well, Sign the pledge. That won't happen no more. Thank God it wasn't me or my kid. That's what my first thought was. Yeah. Of course, safety. I hope everybody's okay. You know, yeah, everybody's of course, good. of course, everybody's okay. Absolutely. They were just sad. Uh, let's do the intros. Uh, good morning. My name is Riz. That there is Patrico. Good morning, Fatso. What's crapping? To my left, Jeff Burt. Happy Wednesday, sir. Moon Man. Energy up. Ricky Six. There hey, she is. Hi. Her uh, her second day. Uh, second day. We already got an email about her. Uh, of course. By the way. <laughs> Jeez. It's good that she came back, though. I mean, she, that's that's step number one. <laughs> I like how she said, oh, she stayed here. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Be oh, sure for your second no, day. We, we tied her to the chair. All right. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. So you got an email already? Yeah, gotcha. this is from Kyle. Kyle nice. writes that he just finished Monday's podcast and intern six, quote, is indeed hot. Oh, there you go. Congratulations, <laughs> and fellas. And, and he can tell via the podcast somehow. Yeah, which yeah, is the, not even the webcams, the podcast. Yeah, Good for you. You know what? She, he Thanks probably God. saw the video of her getting sworn in, I'm assuming. I don't oh. know. Though. Yeah. Uh, Riz, Kyle would also like you to know that Six makes him harney. No. Okay. Ah, uh, harney. That's exactly what he wanted you to read. Oh, he wanted me to say harney? Yeah. Okay. Uh, in a moon voice, he goes on to say, uh, uh, call me. In a moon voice? Okay. Yeah. Call me. And also, he I guess he lives in Milwaukee. He says he can't wait to come down from Milwaukee for a very ninja to New come Year. To your house. Yeah, oh, to okay. come to your house. <laughs> <laughs> He's, looking for- you, Kyle. <laughs> He's looking forward to the Ninja New Year and the Blues and Winter Classic game. He also wants to us to bring back uh, or do a few segments. Oh, bring back a couple bits? Yeah, okay. and or do a few what things. We, uh, we can rage. See, you know what? And, and we've been asked about that in the past. That's, that's strictly up to Donnie. Yeah. And Donnie's weak in rage. And he knows that he has an open forum here. So when he's ready to rage, he's going to rage. Right. Yeah, he's got it. Listen, the invitation is always out there for Donnie. If he goes, hey, man, I want to come on the air and rant and rave about whatever. Hey, man, come on in. To me, it's like. You can just actually just just kick open the door and go, I want airtime. Okay, Donnie. Boom, done. Because it's gold. Also, send Moon to that massage parlor Patrika went to to see if he gets touched. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Have Uh, we done that yet? No, but I'm in for that. I'll do that. Every, uh, every, I'll almost almost, almost, almost once every other week, I go, when you go to that place? Yeah. Ah, man, I'm busy. And I, well, no, was, I think about it for about an hour, ago. and I'm like, I forget. It was a couple months ago, Patrico went to this new uh, massage parlor by his house, and uh, you had an experience. I had more than an experience. <laughs> wow. And it was the first time I had ever gone to get a professional massage, and since has been my last. The towel came right off. Really? Oh, oh th- You didn't I, enjoy yourself? Riz, you know me. I was surprised you you even went one time. I was even surprised that you did that. So I'm not surprised that you won't go back. Well, I was, uh, and and, and I won't go into the full story, but let's just say, so here I am going to the massage place, and we had talked about it that day. Like, hey, you're going for your first massage. Right, and everybody was telling me, like, etiquette and things to do, and you had said that you're so comfortable, you know, you're just like, whoop, naked, here we go. And I walked in, and I was like, you know what? This is a big step for me, being never nude, that I'm going to get down to everything, leave my underwear on. Your skivvies. Here we go. <laughs> and as I walked in, I'm laying on the table with the sheet over me. She pulls the sheet off, sees that I says underwear. I have underwear on it, and she goes, take them off fully nude. And I'm like, all right. Now, it would have been better if she took your underwear always, for you. Yeah, I always reply, only teeth. if you do. With the little shuffle? No, like she pulled them down and like tried to pull them over your feet and your feet yeah, are yeah. up in the air. She's like no. struggling, to get your, struggling to get your underwear off. 
The best part of when you came... And you're clawing the table? No, <laughs> yeah. no. The best part of when you came back to work oh, is that uh, you didn't realize that this was... That everything had happened. After, I knew, after listen, that I, point, knew, I knew a lot of things that happened were not were okay. Normal. Yeah, but, but there was a few that I was like, no, I, I promise you, that's not... The whole, like, attention that she... I, you know what? Honestly, I've had a masseuse say, take off all your clothes. Yeah, yeah, I'm not talking about that. Remember when he said she grabbed the sheet? Remember how she's supposed to put the sheet up when you turn over yeah, and yeah, she yeah, doesn't yeah. look? And he goes, "Well, what sheet? Don't you remember?" Yeah, she ripped the sheet uh, off right like, away. What sheet? I was like, oh, I was like what do you mean? What she's comfortable? So now, so now you're nude and you're laying on the table, and she just takes the sheet off. She, I literally, when she walked in, she put, like lifted the sheet up to make sure I had my underwear off, and the sheet went in the corner of the room. <laughs> Jesus. Like, and I, I never saw the sheet again. No, no, no. The only time I saw the sheet again was like the only time I saw the sheet. The only time I saw the sheet again is when she put it on my back and like put like some like suit. It was almost like a heating pad. She put that on my back, and that happened for like five minutes while she cover, walked on my back. Like, cover, all right, so th- that's okay. And then the sheet was never to be seen again. Did she cover your tush? There was no tush being covered. <laughs> there was no tush cover. And you and the one thing that like I knew when she was massaging like my thighs and and let the pinky and the ring finger give a little how you doing to, to, uh, to something. Boy. I knew that and I was given the whole and I was given the whole like ha, 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 like no no. But I had no idea and you guys I remember I remember telling you guys my shock the shock of my face. She paid a lot of attention to my tush, and and you guys were like, <laughs> as sure we all they, do. Sure, they do. They do tush massage, but like, I mean, like, I mean, she could she could have well, given I mean, me a full your, exam because she glutes. was like, right, but, your glutes. Yes. Yeah, but she was doing the whole like karate kid on it, and like I, I felt air, and like was I mean, she waxing was, on and waxing off? She, yes, she, she's. <laughs> You got your butt cheek spread? Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, there, there's no doubt about it. No way. Well, we'll know when Moon goes. There could have be been a, a whistle. There'll be a sign out front that says, close on maternity leave. Let me just let me just tell you this. And all I'm going to say is this. Did she give you a prostate exam, too? <laughs> no, no. But remember, I am in need of one of those. But remember, she did say at the very end, she asked, because I got an hour massage, because I had a group on, or like some group on that sent to the mail, and she asked if I wanted more time, but she was... Very uh, uh, hands-on a certain area when she asked if I wanted more time. Oh, oh my God. Your answer was no, no, no. Yeah. I don't want more yeah, She went from south to north pole and asked if, I wanted, when you, if I wanted more time. Oh, when boy. you turned over, yeah, there was no sheet involved. No. Oh, that, that's, that's so weird. That's so crazy. <laughs> you got to go. <laughs> Let me just tell you this. Right. I, and this is all I'm going to say. I know a female. I'll pay for it. I know a female. Okay. Now I'm in. I know a female that had gone to the same place who told me that she got similar treatment. Oh, boy. Along the lines of, she she said, (laughs) if I would have moved, we would have been dating. Oh. Wow. So you got to send your girl in, too. Yeah. Okay. But a different, you can't go together, though. Yeah. Hmm. You can't go together. Separate times, separate appointments, and I'll never we'll forget. I, I've I've <laughs> met funny. I've met people. She'd totally be down too. 
I've met people like, you know, once we told this story, people have come up to me throughout different parts of town and they said, hey, man, is this is this so and so massage place? And I'm like, ah, man, I don't really feel like, you know, saying what it is, you know, to like yeah, yeah, put yeah. them on blast. Maybe I just happened to get the one chick that went rogue, you know, like <laughs> I don't want to put them on blast. And they were like, oh, is this so and so place? I'm like, ah, I don't, you know, whatever, man. And they go, oh, well, if it is so and so place. Yeah, man, that happens every day there. I'm Ooh. like, whoa, all right. Wow. And they're like, yeah, man, it happens all the time. I'm like, okay. Like, I go every day. Okay. Every day. Okay. I got a membership. Okay. <laughs> wow. You got a punch card. Huh. Fifth one's free. Yeah, now, I'm right, right near the place. The joke. I'm down right, for the experiment. Right near the place they have, it's just down the street, they've got a place that like is a, is a just a foot massage place. Like oh. it's it's simply, it's like something reflexology, something like that. I left my pants on and my shirt on for that one, and they because I had my foot, I hurt my foot playing softball. Dude, they worked out all the kinks I had there, but then again, I had jeans and my, and my shirt on. Yeah, but that's like a reflexology, legit. Yeah, is that when they're like they gave me a receipt? A punching bag? <laughs> <laughs> the other place receipt. I got no receipt, and I had to tip before I even went you in there. Which I, I always go fully nude when I do yeah. foot when massages. I do massage. No, yeah. when I do a, oh. when I do a massage, even like the guys in the mall. <laughs> They're just with fully nude. <laughs> you're, you're walking in unbuttoning uh, or you're still in the But no, I really like I, I honestly want you to go because I'm way too nervous to go again. And and I said this before when we talked about this the first time. Minus all of the odd ridiculous um, things that happened. The uh, actual massage part was, was great because she beat the oh, crap yeah. out of me. She did the whole like tap, tap, on my legs, I'm like on my back. That's what you want. I always suggest. I always, I always say, <laughs> let me get a woman, but let it be a, a, a bigger woman. Get in there. Listen, like <laughs> if she would not touch my privates, like I'm totally down to go back because she beat the hell out of me and it was great. I think you should go back again. I don't want to go back. Rinse and first. You know what's funny? That the the two bigger gals that I had uh, do it back in the day were really like soft and gentle, and the skinny little chick is the one that always like destroyed I want me. Elbows. Yeah, that's elbows a, in there. Yeah, but I'm telling you, some, something with like skinnier gals, they like deeper massages mm. themselves. For some reason, so they usually, or in my experience, they end up giving deeper massages. She, mm. she asked, and I and I'll give you. They this, wanted to go deep. I'll, yeah, <laughs> I'll give you this piece of advice, and this is. She asked. She said, "You want the hard, a medium, or a soft? Soft touch." And I said, "And I said, I want." In between medium and hard. That's code for happy ending. <laughs> well, now I know. So, so now I know. gave the green light. Well, no. So, so that's what I said because I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go full out because I didn't know how painful it was going to be, and I didn't want to go soft because I was afraid that's what was going to happen. See, it's like going to a Brazilian steakhouse and having the the thing that says yes green, or no. More yeah. Meat. yeah, yeah. You just super glue it down as green. Well, I I said in between medium and hard, and about. Ten minutes in, I'm like, "How about we go more towards medium?" Because it was almost to the point where it was painful. Huh. Walking on my back with her heels. Oof. Ooh, with heels? Not like not like her shoes. <laughs> like the Ooh, heels, like the heels that's, of her feet. It's oh. a completely different night. That high heels. There's some no. dudes that are into that. Yeah. All right, so I always I always order the one where you got to wash your thumb when you're finished. Uh, that's right. the, yeah. it's number Moon, six. we got to get you to go there though. It's number six on. The Creepy. All, uh, continue with Kyle's, Kyle's email. email. All right, so massage, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, we can rage, yes. yes. Uh, and also he wants us to do a Where Are They Now with King Scott. Oh, where? Yeah. I saw a picture of him on Your cousin uh, Instagram. Your King Scott. Oh, yeah. Was I was looking at the other night. Uh, 
You know what? I don't think so. Don't you live together? Yeah. We, we, we went out to dinner oh, last night. That's a really good point. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we, you we, we used were... the same front door, you know? No. You should, no? Well, I mean... Anyway, go ahead. Surprisingly enough, I don't see him all as often as you would think. Because hmm. uh, I'm, I'm up super early and then he's usually working or whatever. That dude is a crazy social dude, but he doesn't do like the normal social stuff. I never really see him with girls. He dated... Um, that uh, the the gal from the we contest, set him up with yeah Meredith uh, uh, a, f- a few times really really liked her but again like this seems to be his pattern like he really enjoys people and is like ah oh, I just don't think it's gonna work out and then he just kind of like flies solo for a while See, I think again. he just doesn't give it enough time like that's what the, I keep saying let the relationship blossom well is what his I, cousin six if you, if you don't know is a thirty four year old virgin uh, he's thirty five thirty five oh yeah we, oh. wow oh. shocked her. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's a completely he, uh, different, big difference between 35 and 34 years. He has many opportunities to seal the deal. And I, I've seen it. I saw him make out with two chicks Yeah, at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And not be able to seal that deal. And everybody in hotel rooms. And everybody was drunk. Couldn't seal the deal. No, no, it doesn't want to seal the deal necessarily. And maybe is that what happened with Meredith? Did Meredith want to seal the seal the deal? And oh, he I, didn't? Don't I don't know. Is that know what's going on that. with his relationships? That's why he dates somebody a little bit, and it gets to the point where oh, even well, she well, is like, "Hey, let's it? let's do this," and he backs off because he doesn't want to do it yet. I think at this, I think at this point, th- I think this is the case of the forty year old virgin. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he just. I, this is not terrible. He's got he just needs to get the poison out. No, no, no. Yeah, but he's got the streak. He doesn't want to do it without getting married. He is like a traditionalist oh, with that. He, he wants to get married. And here's the problem. I think uh, this is my take on it. And I asked him about this a few weeks ago. I was like, do you have the like the Seinfeld disease where you're finding like one little thing and you're like, oh, she's got man hands. I can't marry this chick. It's over. I'm not even going to think about it. I'm breaking up with her now. And I think that's kind of happening. I think he finds one whatever. little tiny flaw and he can't look past it. I think he just hyper focuses on it, and maybe it's not a hyper focus thing. I mean, he has some particular principles that are super important to him, and if they don't match immediately with them, mm. he's like, "Oh, cool, this ain't gonna no. work." Yeah, he's not. He's not letting the relationship develop. I think I don't think he's given enough time. But he's a great dude. He's a funny guy. He he uh, he's got a lot going for him. He just uh, that's just the one thing. Just. Yeah, and kudos to him if he's if he's happy. Hey, listen, as long as he's happy. Yeah. yeah. That's all I care about. He went he's on, a lovely guy. He went on vacation, he was in Gulf Shores, and every single picture he posted had this chick in it, a very, very good-looking girl. And I was but like, not what is going on? He's like, no, nah, she told me that she didn't want to be in any photos with me, so I made sure she was in every one to make it look like she was my girlfriend. I was like, God, you're killing me. You're killing You're killing all of St. Louis that's trying to like, <laughs> do all all for you, dude. We're all rooting for you, man. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else on uh, Kyle's? Yeah, uh, he says the other thing he wants us to do is uh, to play an actual game of real Russian roulette on the air, which I don't think we're going to do that. Uh, real right. Russian roulette. Yeah, that's what okay. it says here, unless we're a bunch of uh, pustaches. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. not a puss. That's a nut, right? A pistachio? You're not a puss. Yes, it's a one you get shot in the head. You know, oh, speaking of, all right, so Jeff's got an airsoft gun in here. Oh, yeah, put that way easy. No, and what we no wanted to do, and we're, thing, doing, uh, we're doing the football, you know, pick em challenge. Yeah. Again this year, where we uh, and, and this is going to be open up to everybody, you know, for your chance to win some great prizes in picking football games, you know, during the uh, during the NFL season, which starts up. When's the first game? The second Tuesday of next week. A week from the fourth. A week. So from whatever the that is, twelfth, eleventh. I mean, I don't know. Four plus seven is eleven, right? There you go. Then. Talking about American like football? the first actual game. 
Like it might be that Thursday that, night. The first game that counts. It might be that Thursday night. Hold on. Grizz, they all count, okay? No, preseason certainly does not. <laughs> <laughs> well, so so as far as making it interesting for us here in the studio, for us picking, you know, between the four of us, and I'm leaving you out of this six because you know, you don't want no part of this. That's Thursday fine. the 8th. <laughs> She's right. like, that's fine. Whatever it is, no. That's you fine. don't want no part of this. <laughs> Uh, so whoever has the lowest score at the end of the week, and it's a week-by-week week thing, will shoot you with the airsoft gun. Great. But I don't know how this thing feels. Like, does it hurt? <laughs> uh, put some money on the table, and I'll take a, take a shot at it. Like, take a shot into the ga- into the trash can. Okay, everybody cover your eyes. Ooh, ooh boy. Okay. Here. Was I, I, didn't hear, I didn't hear a BB, though, come out. Give me, give me a couple bucks, and you can shoot me. Right now? Yeah. There oh, yeah, okay. Give, give me a couple bucks. Somebody. Yeah, I mean, a we're bucks. six. You got the money, don't you? I don't have money for that. I'm not participating. <laughs> I only got a, a 20. That's I fine. Shoot five. me. I better give you $5. <laughs> no, I, I heard 20. Well, what you said he shoot? has a 20, but he'll give you a five. I'll give you a five. This dude's got like a flak jacket on. Can I have a mask? I mean, no, I don't I want to get shot in the face. tush. Oh, but yeah, turn around. Okay, okay. shot in the tush for free. From this close? No, no, not for free. For fr- so I owe you five I didn't bucks. lose anything. I owe you five bucks. From this close. Cover your eyes, five, uh, oh. six. Are you serious? From this close. Yeah, sure. Uh, all right, here we go. Oh, sorry. Come on, Jeff. <laughs> that's nothing. It's nothing. Well, I mean, that's like a loose part of the jeans down there. Hit, hit some, hit some meat. You know hit what I'm saying? Hit some meat. Yeah. Come on, closer, Jeff. <laughs> Woo! Holy cow! Oh my God! Wait a second. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh, that one was what the hell? It feels like I, I, I just got a shot. <laughs> Something bit me. Oh my goodness! I, like, nope. That's way, way worse. Way worse than I was expecting. What happened the first time? Did it just was it was it a dud? I don't know. I can't see anything. Are those BBs? No, they're plastic, oh, plastic little balls. Are you I sure? The, that uh, was so much worse than I was expecting. All right, so that's a penalty. Hang on a second. I'll. I'll Whoever there's, comes in last place. There's no way I don't have like a ridiculously distinct mark right now. Let me see. I, I well, interns here. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Let's take my pants off. Well, you don't have to show her. Yeah, you're right. Turn around. Yeah. <clears throat> Hang on. It's the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> Where am Moon's I looking, by the way? Yeah, Moon's right. taking his pants off. Right Where am I? Oh, my God. I told you, dude. Red mark. I told you. I can feel it, man. So, so how many shots? So how many shots? <laughs> one. No, no, any hair on your body. Dude, by after way? that reaction and yeah, the I'm fact that it. he's got a big old red mark it's on his butt. One. <laughs> it can't be one. It, it's got to be more than one. More it's got a shot. Yeah, for as many. Why don't you get it on your tush and then you make the oh, decision dude, if it's going to be one or not? There's a little there. I didn't lose. Go look at his. Okay, but he just said there's a welt on his ass. Look at his. Look at his tush. Let me look at your tush. Oh, that's a welt. Okay. <laughs> that's he so was also very close. Yeah. Oh, I think wh- more than you? one. Huh? Did you put it like right up to me? No, no, I was like right here. Okay. Should it be like how many get not how many get wrong? Yeah, maybe how many get wrong. Like For a, as many you get as you get wrong, that's how many shots. How many? That's pretty ridiculous, but or about that's how, what you want to do. That's how fine. many feet back per like if you get six wrong, you get you go from six feet back. Well, how many times you get six wrong? I don't know. But Usually, I mean, are you saying like the difference between first and last? Are you saying like if if listen, if you let's, get we'll we'll work it out? But I think that's the punishment every week. So Monday, so Tuesdays, including the Monday game. So Tuesdays, 
punishment day. <laughs> huh. You know the bad thing is, is that Moon just took his pants off, so now Six is pregnant. Oh, oh way no. to go, Six! I'm a little disappointed in you. Well, thank you for your email, Kyle. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show. Yeah, we said a lot of things there. Yeah. Wow, that hurts. Still hurt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just to reassure you, Six, we do win awards around here for this stuff. Yeah, like what? Uh, we won many awards. Yeah. Many awards. <laughs> we won uh, Missouri Broadcast Association awards. Actually, we just won the award for uh, best content. Yep. It's like that. Put that in your in your college paper. <laughs> second day, second day, co-host gets shot with pellet. Oh man! This shows dude. other co-host Tushy. <laughs> this dude just said on the on the, web, well on the webcam that he took three Tushy shots in the hand from close range and it left blood blisters. Mm, okay. They're pretty gnarly. That feels terrible. <laughs> Patrico's shaking his head. <laughs> I love this game. It's easy. It's easy to go. Yeah, man, that's a punishment. Twelve shots each time, and you don't take one to the tush. Well, so I'm not. Have you live. ever been shot by an airsoft gun? I have shot. I've been shot with a BB, with a BB gun. We used to have airsoft gun wars in college, and I remember taking one to the neck, and I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean it. Like we were playing, and I immediately go. I, I it hit me in the neck, and I go, "Somebody take me to the hospital!" Like I, I was. It was it for me. <laughs> Riz Rewind. Find more Rizzuto Show Rewinds at 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production.